0: Good morning,
1: I guess. It is time to skip the BS, and I sure wish the Chiefs had skipped their BS last night. It is time for Undisputed, time for me to do the equivalent of throwing up on national TV, because last night was devastating for my Dallas Cowboys, because the Kansas City Chiefs should have won that game about 10 different ways. And obviously, M wasn't exactly MVP with his late drop touchdown pass that probably would have won it for the home team. But it was Eagles 21, Chiefs 17, Cowboys still two games back in the NFC East. Why, Eagles? Why? I got to know right now, I can't wait to hear from my two favorite notorious cowboy haters here on this show (laughs) about what happened last night. Congrats to Richard Sherman. Congrats to Keyshawn Johnson for correctly picking the Eagles last night, even though they should have been wrong and they know it. Keyshawn, you first, being the former Pro Bowl receiver that you are. Let's start with this. What was your reaction to Valdez Gantling's drop touchdown pass?
2: Well, to start with, Skip, you know, the first thing I, I thought about was you last night in the first half, sitting I, there yeah. nice and chill, <laughs> <Yeah>. relaxing, <laughs> feeling good about yourself. And in the second half, all the shifting on the couch, the moving around, yeah. the standing up, the sitting back down, me mugging the dogs, pacing pacing. looking at the wife I like side eye. The I whole was, deal. Yeah, now, I, to the yeah. catch, you know, mm. it, it's, it's, it's very obvious he should have made the catch. There's no question about it. I felt bad for him So did I. at the end there when it just kind of fell off his hands. And I was like, oh, man, this dude, that, 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 that's it. They're not going to win the game. Once that happens, you usually don't come back and you win those games that late in the moment. The problem that I have also with him is being able to track the football. If you noticed, he didn't give with the ball. He, 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 you can't catch a football like this. You need to extend the arms, track it, follow it, and give with it. And that's why it got on the right side of him, and it hit basically in his elbows because he's not stretched out. He's folding his elbows. So I'm like, okay, they'll correct that. And in in film study, they'll correct it. But until then, he's going to feel bad. But that's not the most egregious thing to me. You still have Watson at the end of the game. He's got to catch that. You got to catch that. Fourth and 25. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I know. He was wide open and went through his hands. Rocket. Don't he tell me that. anything about rain. Don't tell me anything about the lights. No. does it matter. MVS had lights in for sure in his eyes. It's a tough catch at night in the lights. It's you got to track. track it. But Watson's was not in the lights. That was straight ahead, knowing that, hey, you catch that ball. On top of that, come back to the ball. Retrace and come back to the ball. Don't stand there and allow the defensive back to get on your hip. You got to put your foot in the ground and come back toward the quarterback. He didn't do that. So, you know, there's a lot that went on with this football game, but that particular catch when MVS obviously is well-known, and, and he'll live that for the, okay, the you rest agree, of his life.
1: Though? Running full speed, and he is your size, six four. He's two ten. I don't know what you played at. too... fat. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. Oh, it. But but I'm mean, when you played, yeah. you, were, you were 2'10"-ish, two fifteen. Yes. Okay, so you guys are the same size. He he, he ran four three seven coming yes. out. So he's like you. Yeah, he's not, fast. Not blazing. you, but he's in your ballpark. Yeah, part, he can right? run. Okay, so this is what he does for a living. Yes. But once you get going full speed at six feet four inches tall it's harder to come under control for a ball that's on your
2: fingertips. But that's why I say to you, that's why I say, and Richard knows this hasn't played the receiver position, you have to now, Skip, give way to the ball. If you notice, he did not do that. If you look at his elbows, look at him. He's not – they're like this. Just extend and give it and give it. Don't let – just give. It got too far. He let the ball get up on him too far to his right side. If he's leaning to the right – it doesn't get up on him.
1: If, the, he, if the ball's a, like Patrick said after the game, I probably should have thrown it a foot shorter. He should have caught it anyway. May, maybe it, okay. you got to track it. Yeah, you got to. You got to track, gotta it, track, track it. But it. If it's a foot shorter, does he catch it? If it hits him more right in the. I don't. I
0: don't know. I, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know steps. about that one, Richard. No. Yeah. Just track the ball and give with it. All right, go, Richard. I mean, this. This is this guy. This kid. Give with it. This player. Um, He's got six drops on passes, 20 yards or more. He does. So that's the most in NFL. So when you throw it up, you know that there's a decent probability, even though he's an NFL player, even though he's caught big passes from all-time quarterbacks, he caught from uh, from Aaron Rodgers, he's caught passes from Patrick Mahomes, there's a chance he's going to drop it. (laughs) And and if it's not a dime and if it's not a – not a pass where it's a foot shorter and it's an easy layup pass, there's a chance he's going to drop it. So that's the problem that everybody had with the Chiefs coming into this season. You had no truly reliable weapons outside of Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is your security blanket. He's everything you need him to be. But if he's not having a great game, where do you go? Do you go to Sky Moore? Do you go to McCole Hardman? Do you go to Valdez-Skin? Do you go to Rashid Rice? None of them are as reliable as the receivers that you've had in the past. Even Juju, Juju Smith-Sutcher last year, at least he's a pro. At least you know he's going to bring the pass in. He's not the fastest, he's not the biggest, not the strongest, but he'll catch the football. So, I, I mean, I, don't, I, I think this is going to have, be a hard season because outside of Patrick Mahomes, what do you have on this offense? I mean, Pacheco... Can, can get going at times, he can. but you never feel great. And even Patrick, going into the fourth quarter, had I think he had 89 passing yards going into the fourth. And, of course, he got, he got his passing yards going. He made a couple passes. I think he got 70 yards, 80 yards, and ended up with uh, 177. But he never really looked comfortable versus this Philly defense that has given up yards at times. And, sure, they tighten things down, but he just doesn't have the weapons. And I said this before the game. That's why I thought Philly would win. Is because they just have the better team. Now, I guess Kansas City's defense, five sacks in the first half, really kept them in it. That's the only reason this game was was as close as it was.
1: Mm. All right, my turn. The Chiefs dominated the first half. The Chiefs clearly were the better team in the first half. As Richard just pointed out, five sacks of Jalen Hurts in the first half alone. And speaking of Pacheco, they rushed for 121 yards, did the home team in the first half, 121 yards. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start from the start. Philly did even the score at seven when Swift took it home. And let's look at this play quickly because Zacchaeus clearly grab holds. Just yeah, grab holds. yeah, okay. But all you right, got to throw it. You got to throw the. Oh, flash. you don't see it. How are you, you gonna got, throw something it, you don't see? Well. The ref uh, clearly didn't see not see? Yeah, but you you're looking at a million see? different things, Skip. Okay, well, I know there are a million different things, but there <coughs> seem like there are a million refs on the field. Yeah, but the, each eight? ref is responsible, the- yeah, but is responsible for certain areas of has yellow
2: on that. Yeah, but certain refs is responsible for certain areas of the field. Okay,
1: it is glaring, and if you call it correctly, it's minus 10, and I don't know if they can get it in the end zone. Maybe they could have got it in, but it's more likely they would have wound up with three points. I love you, man. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, this is how it starts off. And then the rest of the half is dominated by Kansas City, except for one big Patrick Mahomes blunder in the red zone. And he throws it. It looked like Bayard was his intended target on the play. But Richard mentioned a whole bunch of Kansas City receivers, and he didn't mention the guy who got 11 targets. And I thought, I'm not criticizing you, Richard. I'm just saying I'd be the same way. Justin Watson got 11 targets last night? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Justin Watson, whom Tom Brady said no to after they used to when Brady first got there in 2020, they tried to go to Justin Watson. And twice he went to him and he got picked sixth. Not all Justin's fault. But Tom just said, no, not my cup of Gatorade. And from that point on, he was mostly doghoused and he wasn't even active in the Super Bowl. Okay, so the the point is, if we see the interception again, Patrick (laughs) through. It's just careless to me because he's got Justin Watson breaking to the far corner and you, you just got to get the ball up over Byard because I, I think it's going to be a touchdown. You just, it, it, that is five yards under thrown, just careless. I, I don't know. Just a bad, he, he made a bad throw, bad idea, bad throw. And it cost them seven points. And if you want to boil this game down, you, you see that Philly goes in the red zone three times and cashed all three times with touchdowns. And Kansas City went in the red zone four times, and twice their two best players turned the ball over, once Mahomes and once Kelsey
2: in the second half when he allowed the but, ball to be poked out of his hands. But okay. both, both of those plays were dominant plays, in my opinion, by Philadelphia. You got Byers who kind of fooled. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes thought he was going to take the first crosser, not the second guy on the deep cross. He thought he had an easy money. And then the punch out, that's just a great defensive play. Yeah, you was. punch it, that out with that force coming down on that football. And Richard knows this because I'm sure he's done it many times in his career. You in a, in the rain on top of that. So that's going to be hard if you, that's a punch out. That's a simple bam. And, and so now all of a sudden you got a wet football. You got a, somebody trying to hold on to it and a force coming. With a punch, you're going
0: to fumble.
1: Okay. Right. But the point is, go no, ahead, I mean, Richard. you want to comment?
0: Th- this, this goes back to, to the point we made weeks ago about the trade deadline. When did they get Kevin Byer? They got him at the trade deadline, Skip. They got him because his team didn't want him. They need to improve at the safety position, and yeah. they got a guy who has helped them in big games. They got Bradley Roby, who punched the ball out off the streets. Nobody wanted him. They picked him up. In October, he's been a godsend for them, made big plays, made a huge play right there. Skip, I hear what you're saying. A lot of coulda woulda's, what ifs, if, ifs, ands, what 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 shoulda happened, coulda happened, what have happened. This is what happened. This is National Football League.
1: Yeah, okay. So it coulda, woulda, shoulda been twenty-eight to seven at half, and it was seventeen to seven. And I'll be honest, yeah, I, I felt pretty good at halftime. I thought my Cowboys were positioned to be only a game back of the Philadelphia Mm -hmm. Eagles. And then the second half happened. And for the third straight game, the Kansas City Chiefs managed to score zero points in the second half.
0: It's just
1: mind-blowing to me. Just mind-blowing because I'm looking at the numbers just for the second half. Kansas City went two for nine on third down in the second half. It's just not good enough. Mm -hmm. The defense came out. And three and out in Philly, the first two times Philly had the ball in the second half. But after a while, if you just let him hang around and hang around and hang around, pretty soon Jalen Hurts is going to make plays because he is a natural born playmaker. He is as resilient as they come. I just love his football character, and I fear his football character as a Cowboy fan, and now he's an Eagle. I used to be his biggest fan. Now it's hard, mixed emotions. But the point is, if you let him hang in and hang in and hang around, he's finally going to make a 41-yard throw. <clears throat> By the way, his first receiver, his one number one receiver, caught one ball for eight yards. A.J. Brown, one catch for eight yards. That's pretty good. Usually you'd say, we got a pretty good chance of winning the game, right? and Jalen throws a 41-yard completion, goes to the one-yard line to Devontae Smith, and it was the flip side of the throw to Valdez Scantling because it's a little underthrown in a good way because he was so open (coughs) that it just falls right into his lap where he he basically had to stop at the one-yard line and sort of back up just a bit to catch the ball as he was sitting down at the one-yard line, a much easier, easier catch than Valdez Scantling, who is... Obviously, stretching. See, I don't, I
2: don't give, I don't give any excuses. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give any easy excuses for for Devontae Smith and a harder one for Valdez Cat. Both balls are in the air, traveling at us. No, but uh, this is much easier just to stop and catch it it, like a punt. But it gets caught in the
0: lights at night, though, Skip. It's a little bit different, but go ahead, Richard. With the defender bearing down on him. Yeah. Mike Edwards is bearing down and if he on him. Runs he up, goes right over his shoulder. And if he runs up Devontae Smith's back, then maybe Devontae
2: Smith doesn't catch it, but the ball landed before he actually could get there. In terms of what they did to Travis Kelsey for Kansas City, it's basically what they did to A.J. Brown for, for Philadelphia. They negated him from having an explosive game and so guess what the quarterback decided to do? He decided not only on that catch, but on another crucial play across the middle to go to Devontae Smith, to continue to yep. feature Devontae Smith in the passing attack. So that's about the quarterback understanding, hey, they're taking my main guy away. We already was, made a mistake earlier in the game when they came with a blitz zero and there was no hot. I got to get rid of the ball, but you're looking for a deep ball. So an interception was thrown. I tell you what. We're gonna go back to the sideline. We're gonna readjust now when they start to play you a certain way. We're gonna get a football to other people and give them an opportunity. You talk about the second half of the football game. One of the adjustments that was made at halftime was the spy on Patrick Mahomes. If you notice in the first half, he was able to move around, make hay with his with his legs, pick up first downs. In the second half, that wasn't the case because they decided to say, "Hey Blankenship, on certain downs of distance, I need you to watch 15 at all times." Mm. It changes what he could do on the offensive side of the ball, because he realizes now, okay, they're doubling, triple the team in my tight end. They're spying me, and the other guys aren't getting open.
0: <sighs> okay, but— And the other adjustments yeah. they made, Skip, they they started to run the screen pass that the Miami Dolphins they ran uh, this weekend— against that zero blitz that Spags kept bringing. He kept bringing pressure, kept bringing pressure. They found that screen pass to DeAndre Swift, and they kept feeding him. Yep. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, 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 you felt really comfortable, but I don't know how you felt comfortable when the past two games, the Kansas City Chiefs haven't scored after the half, and you know what this Philadelphia Eagles team is and the adjustments that they make. Because
1: it was Monday night football. It was Patrick Mahomes. It was Travis Kelsey. You just figure out how to get that game home. You have a Kansas City defense that I told both of you yesterday. It's second in the league in points allowed. got a good defense. It it, it played high last night. It it played up to its potential last night. I don't know. You couldn't ask a whole lot more from a defense in a game of that magnitude. So – I, that's why I felt comfortable because Jalen Hurts had been sacked five times
2: in the first half. Yeah. Five times he he couldn't set. He 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 couldn't find. He he's looking to run Dude, in a split second. You're, you're not you're not wrong for being comfortable or picking the game the way you did. But I think for me and Richard, even though it's Kansas City, we both realize – they got two guys on the offensive side of the ball. Pacheco, you could add in the running game, yeah. and, and every now and then if he gets up okay. on the perimeter, he could do some stuff. All right, but, but here's the point. But you never factored in 25 drops on the season by yeah. the receiver. 26, I think. Is it 26 thanks now? Thanks to the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So
1: <laughs> yeah. 26 and drops. It, it leads by far. It leads. Yeah, you, you I, never I factored it.
2: that into okay. going into the but game. We did.
1: You're, no, I don't think you did. Absolutely, because okay. all
2: right. we talked about
1: is two guys, Kelsey and Mahomes. That's yep. it. Okay. Every time I see Rashi Rice catch a football, I say that kid can play because I like the way he moves. I like the way he catches it. I I, I like his body language. He looks like he belongs in the National Football League, and I do not understand why they didn't feature him more. As Patrick said after the game, they're tripling. That's what he he used the word triple. They're tripling Kelsey every play. Okay, where's Rashi Rice? Because I'm just not a big believer in Justin Watson. I know he's a fifth round pick by the box out of the Ivy League out of Penn. He's 6'2", 215, He ran four four four. So he's he's got some ability. Patrick said first time he came to minicamp, he said I turned to Andy, I said, who's that white guy over there? He he can really run. <laughs> well I, I guess he can but but again you, you, he got 11 targets in your yeah. biggest game of the year. Are you kidding me? It's come to this, well, and, and I tweeted this late last night. Somewhere, Cheetah is chuckling because Cheetah is chuckling over this because he knows that that maybe it took a year and almost a half, or a year and a half, for for them to miss Tyreek. But but I think they missed Tyreek last night in the in the big picture. You know, if you're throwing 11 balls to Justin Watson. Well, you, you say shoot, what happened?
2: to she rice with a young with a young receiver, young receivers have a lot to learn. It's not as easy as this, 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 and this. If you ever notice, the passes that Rasheed Rice are catching are typically from the line of scrimmage yeah, to are. maybe well, ten yards downfield because he's got to learn what to do. They trust Justin Watson to line up correctly, not stress out the quarterback. That's why guys play that are veteran guys that have bounced around the league opposed to rookies.
1: Okay, so Patrick ended up making two really good throws to Justin Watson. One was the one, I don't think we have it, but it's it's the one, it's it's almost like a sideline fade on Mm -hmm. the max blitz on a third down throw. That was Patrick's probably best touch throw of the night. But then to your point, Keyshawn, the late throw, fourth and 25, Mahomes throws an absolute rocket. He steps into it with all his might and throws it to Justin Watson. And I, I'm not saying this would have won the game, but it would have given you a chance. Oh, no question. Just given you a chance to throw it into the end zone. But it's, it's a come rocket. Come back to just, the
2: ball, though. You just, you just have to. you, you got to come back okay. to the ball. You all can't right. just stop.
1: Okay, I, I got it. But are you asking too much of the former fifth round pick
0: out of pen? That that's my point. No,
1: I'm not. Why is he in right. this position?
0: Because the he's in this position the main because, Patrick Mahone, because Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes trusts him. Clearly, he trusts him. Clearly, he's he's going to him. He went to him in the end zone in the first half. Skip, you didn't have yep. a problem with that. He went to him when he's catching the ball. You didn't have a problem with that. He went to him here because he trusts him. And he's went to other guys in this situation. I've seen almost identical situation. Uh, to Sky Moore on a late third down where he, Mahomes fitted in over the coverage, a dime, and it was dropped. So it doesn't seem to matter who he throws it to at the end. You just saw Valdez Gantley drop the touchdown. Yep. So I don't know where you want him to go. You want him to go Rashi Rice? Well, yeah. clearly there's something wrong there. Maybe he doesn't know the playbook. Maybe he, he he's not comprehending things. Maybe Patrick just doesn't trust him, even though he's the second most targeted receiver on the team. He just doesn't trust him. So right. I think you gotta, you, you gotta just take the L skip.
1: Well, obviously I have no and, choice and at when this you... point. But what wait a second, before we leave that, you say gotta go to Rice, gotta go to gotta go to go. You, you know who he's gotta go to in the second half? I, I don't care if he's quadruple covered, you have to throw it to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey looked out of it to me last night. He looked like he was running in mud. I don't make Well, I tried
2: to, I tried to explain. Well, he got his ankle twisted up, yeah. but I tried to explain that to you about a month ago that this isn't the same Travis Kelsey, and you looked at me like I have frogs on my well, face.
1: Well, I, the, the, I can go back to a couple games in October where he's he's catching 150, 170 yards worth of football. Yeah,
2: but but it, even when he's doubled in the past, he's able to get out of there because of the fact. explosiveness in the things that he was well, able to do. Or the connection that, with Mahomes. They just figured out. That's not the case right yeah. now. He doesn't have the same fast pitch <clears> that he had several years ago. It was clear to me, I don't care if he did catch for 150 yards, I'm watching this dude, and I'm looking at him I'm like, well, he's catching the ball, he's big, but it's not the same stuff that we have known uh, Travis Kelsey to bring to the table. It's just not. That is, it's not. I'm not saying he's he's bad. I'm not saying he's not good anymore. He's just not the same, and that's okay. The other guys have got to step up. If Kansas City plans on doing anything in the AFC, Skip, they're going to have to step up. That's just – it's. It's what it is. Yeah, cause That's all. The,
1: the irony is Patrick has easily the best defense he's had in his time in Kansas Absolutely. City. Absolutely. And, and now he's got the worst weapons he's had at any time he's been a chief, right? Yes. I, 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 could, I, would say, I would second that, yes. Okay. And yet, to me, to my eye last night, and again, this is the first time in my life I was rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs, so it was a weird sensation to me, but... I was getting frustrated with the offense in the second half because it's so herky-jerky in part because he doesn't have the <laughs> weapons and targets, but the, Patrick tends to just want to move to throw, move to throw, and it, it loses rhythm. There's no rhythm to that offense at all. It's like, it, it's, it's almost like Luca in the lane, you know, where you can't time his shots where it's just all herky-jerky. That's what the, the chief's offense felt to me last night where it, there's no one, two, three, gone. One, two, three, bang. One, two, three, catch. It, it, there, there's well, no. It, it's sort of the opposite of how Brady ran an offense. There's no timing to
2: it. If you're not getting open, yep, that's, there will be no timing. Yeah, and he's just he's got to find guys to get open. Yep. and with the receivers that, that do get open for them, they got to catch the ball. They haven't caught it. They they, they do 26 drops. That's insane. Yep. Six drops by one player in a mm-hmm. single season that barely plays, that 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 doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think you both would agree though that Kansas That the Eagles are better than the Cowboys, yes, Kansas we both City agree.
2: Should have won that game last
1: night. Do you no. agree on that? No, they no, didn't Should have won. No. Should have
2: won. No. No, I agree no, that the, no. I agree that the Eagles are right. better way than the Cowboys.
1: That's what I do agree on. Okay. Well we'll talk about that in just oh, a so few good, minutes. Man. Stay tuned. But wait, is this right? LeBron is having the hottest month of his career really that's next man lebron james is off to one of the hottest starts of his career in year 21 nearing age 39 LeBron has made 61% of his field goal attempts, a feat matched in only three other months of his career. That was February of 2013, November 2013, and February of 2017. He's also shooting 44% from three this month. So let me ask my two favorite lifelong Laker fans this question. Can
2: LeBron keep this up? Keyshawn, you first. As long as he's out on the floor, I think he can. I mean, obviously, the, the minutes have to uh, decrease slightly. But as long as he's playing in games, I certainly think so. When you talk about some of the things he's been able to do, Skip, he's 50, 59% from field goal this season. That's his current high career high, 39% from three, second career high. Now, when you start looking at the body of work that he's put together this season, you've got to tip your hat off to a guy at 38 years old. Now, those numbers in career highs, obviously, we're talking about when he was younger. He's surpassing that now as he's older and getting ready to eclipse that. But it's all in the mind. For whatever reason with him, this year I feel like He's on a mission to prove based on what happened against Denver. And on top of that, he also went through something with his son earlier this season or earlier in the summertime that I think reshifted his focus and purpose in basketball as well. So I think he's taken the both of those. But, yeah, for sure, man, the dude is on a mission. If some players in the NBA or professional sports had his same mentality, it would be at a whole nother level. Agreed. It's just his mentality is just different. Mm
0: -hmm. That's always just different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if they had his mentality, then his run may not have lasted this long, and maybe he still wouldn't be at the top of the game in the face of the league. But this is why he's the face of the league, because he has this mentality. He keeps improving, even in year 21, when he's about to be 39 years old. He's a guy that's shooting the ball great. He's a guy that's making clutch plays down the stretch. He's driving the ball more. He's being smarter. He's still distributing to his teammates. So, yeah, I mean, what he's doing, Skip, is what he has always done. So, yes, I mean, until he's done doing it, I I, I think age ain't nothing but a number. You heard the song, Skip. It ain't nothing but a number. And LeBron James encapsulates that with his play (laughs) year in and year out, averaging 28 points in year 20. And now doing the same thing and having a statistically great uh, November, I, I, I don't see why he doesn't continue it. Skip, he's healthy. He feels good. He looks good. They limit his minutes when they can and in games that they're in control of. They gave him a game off uh, this season already, so I think he'll continue. Okay. So the, the key is we got to differentiate between which stats
1: he will continue. <laughs> I, I'm going to say this again because I say it every year, all year long. He is still the greatest driver of the basketball I have ever seen. And to this moment, he's still the best driver of the basketball in the league at age 38, going on 39. He is an absolute powerhouse coming down the lane. 6'9", I don't know what he weighs now, 260, maybe 270. And he's still just as explosive as ever. He's he's got the same quickness. He he doesn't leap quite the way he used to, but but it doesn't matter because he's just so powerful up in his upper body that he can just bounce any defender off him. Like Dylan Brooks tries to guard him, Dylan Brooks got no chance. Dylan Brooks is six seven, LeBron six nine, and outweighs him thirty or forty pounds. The the point is. You can't keep him from the rim. And the other great thing about LeBron is he's ambidextrous because he's born left-handed and he he plays, as you know, right-handed. But he can also play left-handed. So either way, left or right, he's actually better driving at left-handed to get to the rack. But the point is he's still the best passer in basketball. He's still running the show for the Lakers. High usage rate. He's, he's high in turnovers, and I don't mind that. He's fifth in turnovers in the league. It's just going to happen because he's got the ball in his hands so much. So now we get to the other key stats, which are shooting the basketball. The best stat so far to me about LeBron is he has cut his three-point attempts from two years ago, eight a game, down to five a game. He falls in love with the three too much, and we all agree he's a below-average three-point shooter by career. You, you can just look at his—he's 34.5% for his career from three. He will regress to the mean, as they say in <laughs> analytics. At some point this year, it will come back more. Maybe he could shoot 36 or 37% and have a, a career great year. But he's not going to shoot 40% from three because he's never come close to shooting 40% over the duration of a, an entire season. He's had a couple of high ones, but not like that. So the point is, at this age, I, if he'll just keep it to five attempts a game, you have a chance to win because you you can't fall in love and try to take 10 threes a game. Sometimes he, he just goes crazy, and he'll have a two-for-10 night, and it's hard to win that way because there's too many wasted trips. The other part is he's still 69% from the free throw line, which – by his standards, as the greatest scorer in the history of the league, it's just not good enough. you you got to be better than that because he's a career 73.5% free throw shooter. But if you look at the big picture of his career since he came into the league, if you look at the 34 players who, who have shot 4,000 or more three-point attempts, LeBron is third worst of those 34, and there are 34 also who've attempted 4,000 or more free throws, and LeBron is the fifth worst. That that's just who he is as a shooter. So he's on a hot streak this month, and I don't see him keeping that part up. But as far as shooting 61% this month, that you could
2: keep up because it's just hard to keep the, 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 So why couldn't he keep why couldn't he keep 44% three from three up? Well, just because you said he hadn't done it well he's never in the done past it. He's never come close. but he also but he also went from eight to five. Mm-hmm. So if you go from eight to five, absolutely it it, it's gonna help your percentage increase if you're knocking down a high percentage, Are you high percentage of those
1: five. You're gonna keep going? We got a long way to go here.
2: We're if throwing, he's shooting only five of them on an average we're, right now, we're still then still in
1: November. Yeah,
2: but it, but skip. The math says if he's shooting only five of them and he's knocking, yeah. I don't know, three of the five down that percentage is going to continue to go up. Okay. So I'm going to remind
1: you, during the playoffs last year in fourth quarters... He set the NBA playoff record for most missed threes in a row. He I understand. In the, the
2: playoffs are in May. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's a long time from now, right? Okay, that was in May. Right. But this is November we're talking right. about. Right. We're not talking about May well, in the playoffs. We're talking about right now in November, can he keep yeah. <clears throat> this up, Okay. what he's doing right now in, in November, 61% from the field, December, 44, January, 44, 3%. February, March. Average 28, April. eight boards, six assists. Like, he can keep that up
0: as long as he's on the floor. As long as he's on the floor. Yeah, and he's healthy. He's healthy. What he wasn't in May, Skip, was healthy. He wasn't healthy in May. He had that foot injury. He he was coming off the foot injury. Still wasn't 100%. Skip, he's healthy. He looks healthy. He's driving the ball well. When you're driving the ball well, people back off. He's got space on these threes. That's why he's hitting them. These are open threes that he's hitting, Skip. He's not taking a lot of contested, hand-in-your-face threes. He's taking open threes because people are scared he's going to drive the basketball. And if he keeps doing that, he's leaving people in a quandary. So he's going to have open threes. He's hitting them at a high clip. Skip, I see it continuing. Mm, But, Richard, I I thought he looked
1: really healthy against Memphis in the first round of the playoffs and even healthier against Golden State in the second round of the playoffs. And there are times he looked really healthy against Denver in the conference finals until the fourth quarters. They have four tight fourth quarters. And he shot one of ten from three because that's more of who he is or who he is not.
0: Skip. That's who he's been. When, being, when Skip. you're a great player, you can you can you can make things look like they're supposed to look even when they're not. And of course in the fourth quarter when his body is wearing tear, the muscles are starting to fatigue, the injury is gonna be more prevalent, his his body is breaking down. Skip, if he's healthy in May, you're gonna see numbers that look like this. Okay. So you you think he'll shoot forty four percent in the playoffs from three? If he
1: did, I would. I'd get
2: up in the middle of this desk and give yeah, giving him a standing but, but, ovation. But he's not going to be shooting ten and twelve and thirteen of them. Well, so if you, his nature is to the hotter, the more he, he'll put in. So far in the month of November, that hasn't been the case. Hasn't been the case yet. So and he's in a, and he's playing extremely well, and the Lakers are winning. They just won a game against Houston where he. Played extremely well. Yeah, they're eight he's and smart. Six, he's eight smart six. enough to know yep. that if he's playing at the level that he played in the month of November, in May, then they'll have an opportunity to win it all. But if you do something that, you know, play shoot the ball out the uh, building bricks at the backboard, he's smart enough to know I can't do that. Even Anthony Davis isn't shooting threes like he was mm-hmm. in the past. So maybe... Even though Darvin, before the year, was encouraging well, that's him okay. to take, what what that's he say, okay. like six a game? The, but, things do change. Yeah. They change when right. you start to see it. You make the necessary adjustments. And when you look at Anthony Day, he's not shooting the lights out at the three like that. So they must have he's said sure to him, he hey, let's regress yeah. on shooting threes and, and, and let some other people that can knock him down, yeah. like Cam Reddish and, and Austin Reeves, Take those threes. Yep, I got it. Now back to Richard's point about staying healthy.
1: I don't even like to talk about this, so I'm gonna knock on my wood here. So LeBron so far has played the 29th most minutes in the NBA. It's 34 minutes a night. And that's still top 30 minutes for a guy who is going on December 30th, he'll be 39 years of age. That that's dangerously high. It's been required because they have been injured as a team and they still don't have Gabe Vincent and they still don't have Jared Vanderbilt and it's hurt their rotation in many different ways on defense and at the three point shooting mark, because Gabe Vincent can, he can stroke it from there and he can, he can make big fourth quarter threes. So the the point is LeBron has been forced into more duty than I think he wanted this, this early in the year, but that's. Again, when you you played top 30 minutes at this stage of the year, at his age, whew,
2: you, you are daring the devil. It's all part way. of the plan, man. Stop saying, Is it? stop stop saying age like it yeah. it's all, yeah. all part of the plan. Like it
0: matters with LeBron James. It's all part of the plan, Skip. He just averaged 28. He has he's had career years in year 20, 19, 18. Skip, these are years that if you put on other people's resume, it'd be the greatest year they ever had well, sure. far and away. Absolutely. So let's stop acting like age is a number at his age, at his age. Just trust he's a different animal. He's, he's a guy that will be studied by science when it's all <laughs> said and done. And they'll try okay. to recreate and clone him. Because, Skip, another person like this has not existed and does not exist.
1: Okay, yet all I heard <laughs> through the Denver series last year, obviously you guys weren't with me on the show, but all I heard sitting in this chair was, he come on, he's 38. He ran out of gas. Well, glass. you didn't hear that. 38. You didn't hear that from me. I just said he was that
2: tired. That. You could look at his legs and tell he was tired. Uh-huh. But that was the, yeah. coming off injuries. Okay, if you remember going into the playoffs, he had just got back. He wasn't back. He didn't come back like with a hundred games ago. He barely played at the end of the season. And so then when you go into the playoffs and you're trying to carry a team, you're gonna get fatigued. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got fatigue, and they're in Denver in the altitude, okay? So there were some adjustments that needed to be made, and I'm sure this
0: year they're going to make the necessary adjustments. Okay, I got it. He, I, he even yeah. came back early in the playoffs because they had to play in the play-in, and he had to yeah. make sure I forgot they the in in the playoffs. They had to play in. So he had to come back earlier than he wanted to. He didn't get to heal as much as he could have if they had just been a regular playoff team. Okay. He, they had to fight all the way down the stretch, Skip. Okay, but I, I thought you said age is just a number,
1: which I completely agree with. So it, it, why, why should we say he ran out but of But if cash? you're sitting
0: there playing extra games, Skip, they had to play X more games than Denver did. So while Denver was resting, they were in battling for a play-in yeah. spot. So those are on your legs, Skip. So no matter what— more is more. So he has, what, three, four more games than the whole Denver Nuggets team. Skip, that's going to make a difference.
1: I, I thought nobody spent as much keeping his body in supreme condition as LeBron James, right? That's all I ever hear. But that, but that, he spends
2: $2 million a year. Yeah, that's fine. He can spend $10 million a year. It doesn't matter. If you're fatigued, you're fatigued. Oh. The, best re- the best players in sports, sometimes they get fatigued. Yeah. You know, the Federals and the Dolls playing tennis, they get fatigued. They don't just keep beating everybody every single time. At some point, your legs are going to be tired.
1: Okay, but to right. me, 38's not, not all that old,
2: even to you. I don't think you consider it all that old, right? Yeah, but, Skip, you, you're trying to communicate with me and Richard. I'm not even going to use the word argue. You're trying to communicate this with me and Richard as if we don't see LeBron on the court as being fatigued. Oh, you're the only one that sees it. We see it. That's why we're saying it to you. Yeah. Okay, yes, he's 38. But at some point, coming off an injury, playing in the play-in, then a a series against Memphis, then a series against Golden State, then having to go back and forward to Denver, that's a lot. Yeah, I heard this all the
1: way back in 2016, the first time they played Golden State. Remember, they're up two games to one, and LeBron had played, to me, the three greatest playoff games in a row of his career. He had carried that team because, remember, they didn't have Kevin Love and Kyrie because they lost Kevin ahead of the playoffs, and then lost Kyrie in overtime of Game 1 at Oracle. And yet you had a Game 4 at your house, up two games to one. And I'm thinking, this is going to be LeBron's greatest feat. Where If you win that Game 4 and you go up three games to one, I think you got a really good chance of beating Golden State before they were really Golden State. Obviously, they didn't have Kevin yet. And yet they they had a great regular season. And all I heard on this show, it was actually – the former show at that point, but in his first incarnation, was he ran out of gas. And I'm like, he's the greatest conditioned athlete in the world. How can you run Skip. out of gas?
0: Run out of gas Skip, Skip. Uh, at that stage? So you, you, Seriously? You just said, you, Skip, these are the kind of points you make that, that bamboozle me. Uh, and I, I mean, no, they, your they point bamboozles me. They, I, I, I hear. I, I'm trying to I understand. Both sides so of when, when he loses his superstar teammates then yeah. he runs out of gas and, yeah. and you're blaming him. But when he takes a well, when he takes a series where he's down three one and comes back to win it against a team who has the greatest record in the history of the National Basketball Association, then it's because Draymond Green was suspended. Not 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 counting the two other yeah. all time superstars that they have and Steph Curry and yeah. Kevin Durant. But then when he loses his superstars, it's him running out of – All right, Skip, I got well, you. Well, is he all that right. guy or not? I don't know.
1: I, I never heard Michael Jordan <laughs> ran out of gas. I just never heard it one time. I don't know. He you never heard of
0: Michael Jordan playing at 38 years old, averaging 28, 8, and 6? You've never heard of that because he wasn't playing at 38. And he okay. wasn't playing at 39, having a playoff or month like LeBron James is having, going into his 39th year – I mean, his 21st year, 39 okay. years old – I want to hear right. Jordan's stats from 37 to 39, like LeBron, please. Like, could you give me that line, Scott? playing ceremonial
1: basketball in Washington as a favor to the owner. He was just sort of having fun. But then, and but then, but, but then, the Right.
2: Skip, you can't, you, you, you can't try and create a conversation around Jordan and LeBron to make Jordan better than LeBron. You, you can't do that because it's well, not. Mean I can't do Well, because first of all, Jordan didn't come out of high school. Okay, to lead a bunch of me's and you's Mm -hmm. to a championship appearance. He didn't do that. Okay, and then on top of that, he didn't take on the the, the best team, regular season team in the history of the NBA and then win on their court and hold up the trophy in 2016. Mm -hmm. He never he didn't do that.
1: He just didn't. No, he just scored 63 on one of the greatest teams I ever saw, the Boston Celtics of the mid '80s. He, he scored 63. His
2: first championship was against a Laker team that was yeah. slowly, slowly mm-hmm. declining. Oh, so and you're then the he took, didn't beat anybody.
1: You, no, you got the Dallas Cowboys. That's Cowboy not what I'm argument. saying.
2: No, no, it's not a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> argument. Not at all. Not at all. I'm just trying to get you. You, you're talking about well, he didn't run out of gas. I'm like, well, LeBron James did so many different things in his career that MJ didn't do. Like, lead a team out of the Eastern Conference on his back at, like, 20 years old. LeBron's lost six finals. He's been Jordan to— Jordan went 6-0 with six MVPs. He's Stop been to it. 10 of them. Stop it.
1: Or 11 finals. One, whatever, whatever the number is, he's been to them. All right. Enough of this for the moment, because we got to get back to what happened last night. That thing at Arrowhead. Man, what is wrong with the Chiefs offense? we got to go deeper. <laughs> no Okay, it's your turn. Hashtag undisputed live. Here we go. First tweet from Robert Merrill. Keyshawn watching Chiefs receivers drop balls. LOL.
2: You remember that key? <laughs> oh yeah. No, that 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 is when I played Madden during the pandemic. Uh we were playing Madden. It was the Pro Bowl. So I had, like, Snoop and Marshawn Lynch was on my team, and we were playing against, like, Kyler Murray and Hamilton, the NASCAR guy. Yeah. It was pretty It was pretty fun. Yeah. Who yeah. won? But I didn't win. I lost. Yeah. They, they tricked yeah, me, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they tricked me. I don't okay. play Madden, though. Kyler Murray was like a professional. No, he's
0: a professional. Kyler plays video games. Man, he was a
2: professional, Richard. Make like it, a real professional. Maybe to a fault, actually. I know
1: catch the damn ball. Nobody put it in his contract. Yeah, there you go. Second tweets from Tony D. Let's be thankful Skip doesn't have a Chiefs jersey to throw. Hashtag go birds. It's an Eagles fan, obviously. Last night, I wish I'd had a Chiefs number 87. I would have trashed it. I I just would have. That was amazing.
0: Okay. I'm just thankful he didn't, because he we, he got to have Ernestine filming these these <laughs> yeah. these videos of him burning and t-
1: throwing jerseys away. Yeah, poor Ernestine. Boy, she's got the steadiest hand in motion pictures. She, she's really good. <laughs> All right, tweet number three is from I Love Liz Shaw, and she says: KC receivers versus the Eagles. Drop balls, interception, fumbles. Oh my! I blame Taylor for not being there for her quote-unquote friend. Yeah, I
2: was just thinking that. Yeah. I was just literally thinking I, I, when you I mentioned you. Kelsey. I was like, I wonder if she would have been
1: there if it would have been different. I think it would have been different, but I've been saying that. She inspires him, and yeah. she was not there. Well, he didn't drop any balls. He dropped one. Yeah, right, didn't, did made he? Up four he did drop four one four on down. Third, yeah. third down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The
2: one that, that Bayard oh, was covering. Two. That's right.
1: Yeah. All right. Back to those Chiefs. That's now three straight second halves in which the Chiefs have not scored a single point. Yet they they do remain a co-Super Bowl favorite. Their record seven and three, like Dallas's, seven and three. But they're a co-favorite to win the Super Bowl with those Eagles who have risen to nine and one. So Richard, you first please. What, if anything, if anything, is wrong with the Chiefs offense?
0: Jim you saw it last night. You just said it. They don't score points in the second half. Their defense is the only reason they are in the position that they are in, along with Patrick Mahomes. Without those things, they wouldn't even be considered uh, amongst the contenders without this all-time great quarterback and his defense playing at one of the highest levels in the National Football League. it is Because their receivers are inconsistent. Travis Kelsey is having one of his more inconsistent years that he's had in a very long time, yep. and they just can't figure it out. The receivers can't get open because they're getting covered well. There's pressure on the quarterback consistently. There's a number of things. Uh, the adjustments that they've made in years past aren't necessarily working with the same, the same, I guess, ferocity as they have in the past. Yep. So that's the problem. you got a defense that's playing well. Legereus Sneed is playing at a really high level. He played well against uh, A.J. Brown yesterday. It was something they didn't do in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They made him follow him this game, and he covered him as well as I've seen just about anybody cover A.J. Brown. Agreed. And so Spags is asking a lot of his corners. They're standing up. Uh, Chris Jones is having another career year, another monster year, whether they put him inside, outside. But offensively, that's where they're going to lose. That's where they're going to go to the playoffs, and somebody's going to have their number finally. And, and it may not be the, the Arrowhead Invitational this year because those receivers aren't going to be able to get it done.
2: You know, I got a lot of conspiracy theories to a degree in this situation, Skip, when yep. you say what's wrong with the mm-hmm. Chiefs, and yep. particularly the second half or whenever. Just overall, yep. when you look at this particular team on scoring points, moving the ball, getting the football in the playmaker's hands. Yep. And I asked our our producer, Nick, I said, man, I need you to do me a favor. Because in my mind, I see it, but I don't have it from a number standpoint computer. I need, I need you to find this data for me. So I wanted to just see what is the common denominator in this situation of the struggling offense. So if you go to 2021, yep. Eric B. and Tyreek Hill both were still part of the Chiefs organization. We're right. they Points per game in 2021, they were 12th in the league through week eleven. This is we're talking only not the oh. end of the season, just through 11 weeks of football. Yards per game, they were 4th in 2021. Both of them were there. They lose Tyreek Hill, Eric Bieniemy is there through week 11 yep. in 2022, both in points per game, yards per game, number 1 in the National Football League. Now, Breach. you look at 2023, EB's gone. And so is Tyreek Hill. But remember, Tyreek Hill wasn't there when they went to the Super Bowl and won it in 2022. So you scratch 2021, get rid of Tyreek. Now you move to 2023. Eric B. is not there. They're 14th in in points per game, in eighth in yards Mm -hmm. per game, with no major Mm -hmm. innovation at all whatsoever on the offensive side of the ball. Now, many people would say, well, he wasn't calling the plays. It was Andy Reid, Andy Reid, Andy Reid. Okay. Fair. Let's say it's Andy Reid. But there was something there that Eric bien did yep. that allowed this offense to look different, even to the point where Travis Kelsey has only four explosive plays this year through 11 weeks. Last year, Skip, mm-hmm. you want to know the number? I'd like to. Twelve mm. explosive plays. Through 11 weeks. Through 11 yes. weeks. Okay. Only 11. I'm not going to go to the end of the season. Only 11, because in the end, they won a the Super Bowl. So there's no point in going all the way to the end of the season. So I'm looking at that, and I'm saying, okay, who's missing? Who's missing? Eric Enemy is missing. Yes. I understand Tyreek right. is missing, but Tyreek was missing after the 2021 last season. Year. They went on to win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm like, okay, so because they didn't lead the league in drops last year, Eric is mm. there. It's the mm. There's a communication. There, there's a there's something that's missing. Mm-hmm. And now Attention all of a sudden, I ain't blaming Matt Nagy, but Matt Nagy's in control of some stuff now, too. Yeah. So what I see with them, I'm looking at it, it look like Chicago offense to me. Guys dropping Ooh, balls, oh, there, n- not, lining up, there. not lining up, not lining up in eye candy. And when Eric B. Enemy was there and involved to some degree, a lot of motions, a lot of different stuff, shifting this play around, moving a guy off, Green. moving another guy. I don't see that out of them. It just looks like they're lining up except maybe Pachuco goes across formation once or twice, or, or Watson comes in motion once or twice, and that's pretty much it. Mm. That, that's pretty much it. So that's that's my common denominator in this situation. I, I like love that. I love like everything that you
1: just said. And I'm going to have to deal with Eric Bieniemy's offense on Thursday at Jerry World because Washington comes to play Dallas on Thanksgiving. And I want to make the point that the reason Washington still scares me is the problem in Washington is not Eric Bieniemy's offense. It's that they gave up on defense because they gave up Chase Young and they gave up sweat, and they, they just said we, we sort of we concede. And yet on offense, if you look what Washington is doing, even the other day, the, the, the problem was they turned it over six times. I give you that. But they went up and down the field on the Giants. They, they annihilated them in total yardage because Eric's doing some really good things with Sam Howell. I don't think Sam Howell's great. He mm-hmm. but, but ain't again, Patrick Mahomes, no, that's for sure. No, that's for sure. But, but whatever you can get out of Sam Howell, it feels like Eric is getting that out of him. And it is Eric's baby. He's running that show for sure. But he was in Patrick's ear the yes. last few years. Yes. And it's the voice in your ear that that calms and comforts you, that makes you trust the play call when you hear it from the lips of Eric Biennemi, clearly Patrick seemed to believe in the play more than he might believe now in what he hears from Matt Nagy, because I assume he's hearing Matt's voice. Well, it's not,
2: even, it's, not even, it's not even Nagy to Patrick or Eric to Patrick. It's Eric being able to bounce yeah. things off Andy or Andy being able to bounce things off him and Patrick and them being able, yeah. as a unit and as a group, right. communicate right. and be able to say, I think, hey, pa 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 now, think about this, Richard, for a minute. Spags is still there. And guess what? Mm-hmm. The defense is intact Just gets in better their and better. playing, mm-hmm. and they get better and better. Spags didn't leave, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the
0: defense got better. He's there. That's all I'm right. saying when I'm looking at the Eric Enemy situation. Right. And, and, and what I'll say is about Eric Biennemi is when he first got to Washington, all you heard was how tough he is on these guys. Yeah, they're they too didn't tough, like to it. To the point they're yeah. complaining. They didn't like it. No. And you never heard that in Kansas City, but I'm sure he was doing the he same was. thing. I'm sure he was very strict. I'm sure he had him very disciplined, regimented. Hey, this is how we do things. We're we're not taking I'm not taking excuses. I'm not taking anything. This is how it needs to be done. You have to catch these. I'm sure they're drilling different things. I'm sure when they're doing two minute and, and and when they're doing seven on seven routes on air, there probably can't be any drops or there's punishment, there's there's running, or you're getting subbed out, or somebody else is going in. Certain coaches have that kind of I mean, it's how Belichick was was for the for a long time with Tom Brady and those teams. All you hear about people don't want to play in New England. They're they're running these sprints, they're doing this. And sometimes that works for certain teams and certain guys. They need that kind of structure. And when you lose that structure, you think, oh, it's Andy Reid. Anybody can do the offensive coordinator in title, but Andy Reid's calling the plays. Anybody can do this. Then you get somebody in the position like a Matt Nagy who hasn't had success, uh, didn't have success in Chicago, kind of that offense. Uh, we, we, I mean, everybody said as many bad things as you can say about it. Then you plug him in and think, oh, it wasn't Eric the But then you get this offense sputtering consistently. Sputtering. You don't get the same uh, they're, they're, they were running shuffle passes, shovel passes, options. I mean, it looked like they were just in the backyard when Eric Bieniemy's running this, was was the offense coordinator of this team, and now it's stagnant, it's stale. Even when you go to halftime and make adjustments, it's still stale.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's it, in in my eyes, Skip. In this mm-hmm. situation, it's all about the communication. Yeah, and having been right. playing on the offensive side and having multiple offensive coordinators in my career and quarterback coaches, there's a communication and a certain comfort that's there with that particular person when they're talking to you and they're telling you and you believe in, like Richard was saying, we get into the red zone, which is Kansas City's little bit of a problem right now, there's something to be said there. Hey, you know we got three. Whatever you do, don't make an interception. Don't do this. We got this particular play we want to run right here. Get us to the five-yard line. We're going to run that play next time out. Those are the sort of things that coordinators say to quarterbacks or say to the head coach. And then when you think about last year, go back to last year, when they lost Tyreek Hill, the first thing everybody said, well, they they're not going to be explosive. So what did everybody decide to do? They decided to run two-shell and make Patrick Mahomes very patient. Yeah. And then he, he wasn't patient in the beginning because he was throwing a lot of interceptions. And all of a sudden, with the adjustments that they made, yeah. he got real patient. And they became a real problem again in the National Football League because Eric BN and me realized, okay, they're dropping everybody. Yep. They want him to be patient. So now we're gonna start calling plays so he can be patient and take his time methodically and drive down the field. And when we get in the red zone, we can cap it off. Yep. I understand Juju Smith's not there, but they got Rasheed Rice. That's a, that's basically a trade-off. That's the same guy doing the he, same he's not thing. As experienced the he's head. just he's not head. as experienced, and they're not putting him in a position necessarily to replace Juju Smith as it stands today. Okay. I love what you say about Eric
1: Bieniemy because, let's talk about drop balls. You didn't drop that many, Keyshawn. So. No, no, I didn't. No. So, the point is, dro- dropping footballs to me is lack of focus or maybe lack of fear of retribution. You, you can play with good fear, like positive fear, where where I- you're just afraid. Because you played for Bill Barcelona. I was
0: literally, that's
2: so why I started I laughing you. when you said retribution. Yes, I'm sitting you know. here and I'm thinking to myself, oh, oh. yeah, I was kind of, at, at the beginning of my career yeah. with Bill, I dropped one or two balls, and now I'm like, oh, he done snatched me out the game. Yeah. And then I said, you know what, this, I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like I was around the Jimmy Johnson teams. Finally, Jimmy's going in the ring of honor, thank you, God. But listen, you, you didn't want to drop a football. No. You didn't want to fumble a football with Jimmy Johnson because no your tail is going to be over there. he's not going to he, he is going to light you up and let you know about it. And after a while you say I I just don't want to do that anymore. So I'm going to catch this yeah. football. Somehow I I I'm going to will it into my body. I I'm I'm going to con- I'm going to concentrate so severely on this football that it can't not be caught. And there's there's something to Eric Bieniemy being a – he was a tough football player and he's a tough coach. And the commanders didn't like it, as Richard pointed out early on. Good for him. I, when I heard that, I said, this guy's got a chance to be a very good head coach because that will translate. Uh, again, he's right. never gotten the opportunity. And I keep hearing he didn't interview. I, I have no idea what
2: that means. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want know. the guy that interviews okay. well. I want uh, a guy that does not I, interview well.
0: I, I, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I, I think it comes down to regard as well. Like, this is a Super Bowl yeah. team. These guys have Super Bowl rings. Some of them have multiple Super Bowl rings. Matt Nagy's resume right now isn't glowing. And Good so point. you come in, Eric Bieniemy Enemy can ask certain things of guys. He can, he can hold guys to a certain standard because he's been there. He's grown with these guys. If he asks it for, from them, they know they have to give it. It's not a negotiable thing. Hey, give me this or I will find somebody that will give it to me. When he's talking about, you're talking about Matt Nagy, he comes in there talking to guys with Super Bowl rings that he just came from, the tenure he came from, and they're going to look at him like he's crazy. Hey, do this or you're gone. It's like, hey, brother, you'll be gone before me. You're not going to be able to ask the things of Patrick Mahomes and these receivers that Eric Biennami could ask because they don't respect you like that. They don't respect you and you haven't done enough. For them to respect you in this situation, and what he's doing right now, it's likely going to get him replaced because these receivers are, aren't having the success that they've had in years past when Eric Bieniemy was the coach. Okay.
1: Now, one last point. Let's go back to the field. Go back to what happened last night. I'm, I'm going to say it again. Just if we do X's and O's and strategy and halftime adjustments. First half, Kansas City runs the ball for 121 yards. That's pretty great. You're on the way to 240, 250 for for the game, that'll work. And yet at halftime, they're up 17 to seven, and for the most part in the second half, they put the ball back in Patrick Patrick's hands to say, "You get us home. You you do this." It's possible that Matt Nagy or Andy Reid, because I still think it's the 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 fountain of wisdom. It's going to come from Andy
2: for the yes, most part. no run, question run about pass. it. Andy yeah. Andy's running it, but yeah. when you got somebody skip, yeah, that. Is there yeah. that you can lean on? Yeah, that that, that hey. that's
1: important. Hey, up seventeen to seven, Philly's doing nothing. They went three and out, three and out the first two times in the second half with the football. If you just keep pounding the rock, you they even had Edwards Hilaire going pretty well and get McKinnon in there along with Pacheco. It, it was gashing Philly. They gave and, it to Tony yeah. a few times. Yeah, they did. They did.
0: It, it, there you go. Well, it, you got to give you got to give Sean Desai a lot of credit too. Philadelphia's defensive yeah. coordinator made the adjustments necessary. They were only giving up 5.9 uh, points after the half in general. That's what they were giving up. So they make great halftime adjustments. They get people stopped. So I mean, it's not just luck. It's not just oh, Kansas City's doing everything wrong. Philadelphia's defense was also doing things right. So let's not take anything away from them. All right. Now let's talk about Philly's offense up next.
1: Jalen Hurts. Wait until you hear the stat I have for you next about Jalen's achievements in this league. MVP. He's now the front runner.
2: They change him.
1: Please listen to this. Last night, Jalen Hurts won his 13th straight game against winning teams. That's the most ever for a quarterback since 1950, breaking the tie at 12 straight with Peyton Manning and a guy Keyshawn played with and for Vinny Testaverde. Jalen is now the MVP favorite. So Keyshawn, you first, please. Did did he take the MVP lead last night?
2: Well, I wouldn't necessarily say he took the lead. I think he he's, in my eyes, Right there with Lamar, and the reason is because Lamar has had better statistical games. Like yeah. he's had some wild, popping moments, but Jalen Hurts is right there. I mean, when I look at Jalen Hurts's opportunity to to get through this gauntlet that he's about to go through, and if he could do that, then clearly he gets in front of Lamar. Right? I mean, that's yeah. just he's got one loss on the season, but I think uh, their schedule is such that you know they have they beat Kansas City, they got Buffalo, San Francisco, they got the Cowboys, Seattle. So if he can get through that a little bit, even if there was a loss somewhere in there, you still gotta say to yourself, okay. And then when I look at past MVPs, and in particular come to mind, is Cam Newton's MVP in 2015, for instance, Now, Cam Newton's team went to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts has already taken his team to a Super Bowl. This would be a second potential Super Bowl appearance. But if you go back and you look at the compare Jalen's 2015 to Hurts's 2015 to right now, and you look at through 11 weeks, Cam was 10 0, Jalen's 9 1. Passing yards per game, Cam was 228, Jalen's 250. Passing TDs, Cam 20. Jalen, 15. Rushing yards are pretty much even at 38. And then rushing touchdowns, Jalen Hurts is up 9-6. to six. So if I could just compare them through 11 weeks and then do the math on what Cam finished with yep. and what Jalen could potentially finish with and on top of that get his team to a second Super Bowl, yep. he's going to probably win the MVP.
0: <sighs> wow. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't see it. And I don't see how he's the favorite right now. A, they're an incredibly talented team as most most teams are when you have a quarterback and you're talking about an MVP conversation but the 15 to 9 uh, touchdown to interception ratio there's only 2400 yards he was 14 for 22 in this game for only 150 yards um you 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 would have to have when guys have MVP seasons like you're talking about Cam Newton had it looked like it and we talk about the nine touchdowns but most of those touchdowns, probably seven or eight of them, were from the one or two in their their touch pushes which is fine. This one right here was a 10-yard run where he got, got his team in the end zone. Yeah. Nothing against Jalen Hurts. He's doing the things necessary to help his team win ball games. Maybe it's not all on his back. Maybe it's DeAndre Swift one day. Maybe it's A.J. Brown another day. Maybe it's Devontae Smith another day. But when you talk about the other quarterbacks in this league, it's dependent on their performance, whether the team wins or loses. So if Lamar Jackson has an off day where he turns the ball over a lot and doesn't play well, his team will probably lose that game. Um, but you talk about that touchdown interception ratio, Brock Purdy has better. Uh, Russell Wilson has better. Uh, there are a number of quarterbacks. I mean, we're even talking about C.J. Stroud has a better touchdown-to-interception ratio, has 2,900 yards on the season. So when you talk about other guys like that who have had MVP moments where you can point to it and say, this guy won this game for him. This guy had a huge game. He had four, five passing touchdowns, three, 400 yards in that game with some receivers that you cannot name. Then you talk about a guy who has elevated his teammates. When you talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, you talk about one of the best receivers in the National Football League, probably, arguably, one of the best tandem receivers of receivers in the National Football League, one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League, a pretty good running back in DeAndre Swift. Uh, they had Dallas Goddard before he got hurt. So you you can't just sit there and say, uh, this is all on Jalen Hurts and he's the MVP of the league because he is playing really well and he's playing through injury, but I just don't see him winning it over those other guys.
2: Yeah, he's going it, it look, if it came down to him and Lamar, I, I don't – you 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 say about other guys? Well, you can point to every every guy who's won the MVP had other people around them. I mean, that's the reality of it. Brock Purdy got Kristen McCaffrey, Debo, IU, making plays for him. Mm. He also he got also a hell of a defense. So when you talk about that, for instance, Richard, you got to look at Jalen Hurts. You say, well, they're at the one yard line and they're you know push tushes. That's hard to do. Nobody's been able to stop it. Nobody's been able to. It's, it's hard to do no matter who you are at the quarterback position. Then you say plays, signature plays that have won games. Dropping that ball in to Devontae Smith, that's a signature play, man. Picking up that that draw and running it in from the 10-yard line, that's a big moment in this game. Mm -hmm. So when you look at those sort of things over the course of a season, he may not have 5,000 yards passing. That's okay. He's going to have enough yards passing, enough uh, touchdowns. He's He's nine and one. And if he gets through that gauntlet, like I said, of teams, Richard, think about this. He done already went on the road to beat Kansas City. He's got Buffalo at home, San Francisco at home. If he can knock them pins down, then he goes to the Cowboys. He knocked that down. Seattle knocked that down. Or maybe he loses one of those games somewhere in there. That's a gauntlet to go through. And, and he may not have 500 yards throwing in any of those games. He may not have 300 yards thrown in any of those games. As long as they win and he's the guy driving the ship,
0: I promise you that's he's going to be seriously contention. That's not that's not how it works because that's literally the but, argument against Brock Purdy. But, but Brock Purdy doesn't have the same
2: momentum as Jalen Hurts. It's all about the momentum. And he has momentum from the voters. Skip mm. the people. That's why he's right now the leader on the odds makers. It's not me saying it. It's them he's saying the, it. he's
0: the leader because he's 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 the quarterback of the team with the best record. That's but, why he has it, not because he's statistically done anything crazy. I, it's because I he didn't has say the best statistics.
2: Record and, we're not talking about statistics, though, Richard. We're talking about we're if talking he can about statistics, win statistics Then we're not talking about
0: MVP.
2: Yeah. That, that's not true, though, because Josh oh, Allen. Okay. Josh Allen got a lot of statistics, Mm. but he ain't going to win no damn MVP because his team
0: is not nine and one. Mm. Right. And so you either have both or you have neither. So you in order to win it, you still have to have the best record, but you have to have the statistics along with it. If he does not have the statistics, they will not give him the award. I I can hear you argue all day. He will have
2: the statistics at the end of the day. It may not be 5,000 yards. It may be 4,200, or it may be 3,900 with another 600 on the ground, with another 15 touchdowns. That's how they're going to look at it.
1: Look, let me put Jalen Hurts back in perspective. I've said this since he was in college. He's never going to have the numbers. He's not built that way. He had a QBR last night of 32. That's on a scale of zero to 100. That's not very good because there were stretches when he wasn't very good. He threw a pick. He had a couple of misfires. We get that. Now, back to Keyshawn's point, when it was time to make two plays in the game, he made the two plays in the game. I don't care what you can slice and dice it all you want quarterback draw ten yards touchdown forty one yards dropped it right down the chimney devonte to the one yard line tush push touchdown he is running he is the tush push I, there's no push to it it's just him he is so powerful he gets so low he's got the the, the the center is really good and the two guards are really good and they get lower than you and you just can't it's the most unstoppable play i've ever seen but again i I was raised to hate this team. I hate the Eagles. It's in my blood. But I love Jalen Hurts. I admire him to the highest level because he is the backbone of the Philadelphia Eagles. And Richard could be right. Statistically, the voters are just going to look and just sniff and turn up their nose at it because it's never going to be impressive until you go in that locker room and start asking those players, who who is the driving force of your team? And they're all going to tell you it's Jalen Hurts. He leads this league in leadership. He, he he is the heart and the soul of this team because he's an old soul. He he comes across to me as as old school, old soul. And his entire life is dedicated to winning football games. And I love to hear him talk after the game because he's so even keel. And he has such a, a great wisdom and perspective on football because he grew up a coach's kid in Houston and and. He knows this game inside and out. He's not the most talented player ever, but he figured out how to throw the football at a pretty high level. And it's a high enough level that his intangibles can still outweigh his tangible. The tangible is pretty good. The intangible is off the charts to me because I've never seen a quarterback leader any stronger than he is for this team. To me, he is the Eagles. He is the most valuable player on the Eagles who have a 9-1 and one record. So the only stat, to Richard's point, that's going to resonate at the end of the year is going to be their one-loss record. And again, to me, right now, he should Skip. be the MVP. I just don't know Skip. that he can stay the MVP. That's, In fact, that's, I hope he that's doesn't not, stay that's
0: not, What was their win-loss record last year, Skip? I don't remember what were they. They were. They, but he 13, got hurt. No, they remember lost he, two. They
1: were 15 and two. But, but he missed what four starts
0: down the stretch. Yeah, it was right. they were 15 right. and two. Right, yeah. They were, but they were, they were 15 and two. And so it does not. Uh, the record will not matter. Uh, 14 and three. I 14 and three. 14, three. 14 and three. They lost three. It, it, it will not matter if you have a kid like C.J. Stroud who gets momentum going, and he throws for 5,000 yards, over 30 touchdowns, under 10 interceptions, It and takes this team that was supposed to be a bottom-five roster to the playoffs. Like, when you have stories like that, or you have Lamar Jackson having his MVP campaign, that defense playing the way they do, uh, Mark Andrews going down, and Lamar still wheeling his team to to the number-one seed in the AFC. If you have something like that, or you have Patrick Mahomes, Elevating a team that clearly has deficiencies at the receiver position to a chance at the number one seed in the playoffs. Like when you have those storylines, like it's that's what's going to do it. Not a guy where you're going to say, well, the stats don't matter. And it's leadership. He is a great man, a great player, a great leader on this team, a great human being, quality human being. No question about it. But when it comes down to MVP, they're going to look at the stats, and that's what they're going to use to determine who gets the award. They're not going to say, hey, is he a great leader? They're not going to go into the Philadelphia Eagles locker room and ask questions. They're going to look at the tape. Some of them aren't even going to look at the tape necessarily. Some of them are going to just look at the stats. They're going to look at the box score each and every week and say, are these MVP numbers? And if the answer is no, they won't vote for him. Like, I I, I know we won— to say this process is so detailed and these guys go through every every shot, every play, every bit of tape that they can find. That's not necessarily true. Some guys look going to look at the box score and say, that's not impressive. That's not impressive. Sure, the record is impressive, but who do they have on their team? They have a really good offensive line. They have a really good receiver core. They have a great defense of line and a defense that's playing really well right now. I, I, if, if they're not saying he's elevating everything and elevating Riches, his teammates the record, they don't have that <laughs> just for the
1: record jalen hurts got sacked five times in the first half with that great offensive line one of the best receivers 100%. in football last night a.j brown was shut down one by sneak one catch for eight yards and guess what jalen's so- team won the football game
0: and because because two receivers drop passes for the other team, Skip. I hear what you're saying, but what I'm telling you is 150 yards on 14 to 22 passes <sighs> does not an MVP no. case make? No. No. Okay, so let me ask you this, man, because I see you so
2: fixated and hung up on the statistics. Yes, that's what, what they are. What? What? You so hung up on the statistics? So if so, if. Brock Purdy. Let's just use him for instance, because he's he throws the ball a lot or whatever. So if Brock Purdy finishes with four thousand yards, and another two hundred yards on the ground, and let's say he accounts for thirty-five touchdowns. Are, are those good numbers to you? Do you accept that? They're solid. They're not. They're not going to get him an MVP. they those numbers aren't going to get him an MVP. Okay, no, so Jalen hurts right now. Season. So Jalen Hurts right now through 11 weeks is accounted for about 2,500 yards in the air. Okay? I usually double that midway point, but I'm not going to double it. I'm going to slightly give it to a total of about 40, about 4,000, call it 4,200. But I'm going to count his 25 touchdowns on the ground and in the air through 11 weeks. That's 24. I'm going to double that. And I'm going to give him 50 touchdowns total both in the air and on the ground. Okay, if you're looking at those numbers and you say he's a forty two hundred yard passer, a six hundred yard rusher that accounts for 50 touchdowns in the team is sitting on a record at the best record in the National Football League. How in the hell could you sit up here and say that that quarterback is not an MVP? How could you do that?
0: Because there will be quarterbacks with better numbers and they will give it to them. I'm just telling you what All it'll right. be. Uh, okay. you, you can argue with They're me. are not going to give me
1: Enough. We got to move on. It's time to talk. Eagles in the bigger picture. Did they just wrap up the NFC East? Ooh. Which means we got to talk about that other team in the NFC East that's next. No mercy. No mercy. The stinking Eagles spread their wings last night and flew to nine and one, soaring over the Dallas Cowboys at seven and three with that huge road win. Keyshawn, did the Eagles pretty much just wrap up the NFC
2: East? You know, I don't know that they completely wrapped it up, um, but they certainly are pulling away. I mean, things could happen where, you know, they drop a game or two and the Cowboys win and they stay You know, it comes down to the last couple weeks of the season. They are certainly ahead of unit. They don't look like they're slowing down because they have yet to put a complete game together so it can satisfy everybody out there who are the naysayers of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, It's interesting to me because you, out of all people, are sitting around, Richard, Skip is, Uh, concerned about whether or not the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win or lose to determine whether or not y'all going to win the division rather than y'all worried about taking care of business and winning your games and beating the teams that you're supposed to beat. You worried about whether or not they're going to lose. To help you win. That is true. That doesn't even make a whole lot of sense. No, it makes all the sense. It doesn't make any sense yep. whatsoever. It's just fascinating to me mm. to, to, to have to have this conversation with you yep. about whether or not the Eagles are a team that can lose so y'all can win the division. Ain't that something? Mm. I never in my whole yeah, that, sports career had gone through that. Well, I hope that uh, the New Orleans Saints lose mm. so
0: we can win the division. Mm. No. I wish I could remember that quote. I wish I could remember the quote because it says something about winners focus on themselves and losers focus yes. on other people. Something like that. Yes. You yes. mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's weird. And what's crazy is the same thing that'll make you laugh will make you cry because the Philadelphia Eagles get to play those Giants twice. Ooh. So we I, I will. I will Ooh. safely wrap that up as two wins. Oui. They play the Arizona Cardinals. That'll be another win. It looks so that's like, three and oh. I mean, Okay, okay. Talk to me. All they right. play the Buffalo Bills, who look very human now. They look very vulnerable Ooh. at times Ooh. in Philadelphia. Ooh, that's four and O. Oh. looks like okay. it could be a winnable game. That's four. I think they lose the game to San Francisco. and Brock Purdy, they beat your Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Ooh, hey, that'll wrap it up. It'll that's be five and it, one. It'll be wrapped up. Throw away the key. <laughs>
1: that's five and one. Okay. Skip. Now it's my turn. I circled the Kansas City Chiefs game when the schedules came out, and I said the Eagles will lose (laughs) that game. And I said the Eagles will go into a tailspin because they will doubt themselves. I thought they would lose it. Dramatically last night, like decisively last night. I said 31 to 20, and it should have been 28 to 7 at halftime because clearly the Kansas City Chiefs were the better team last night. Really? And as Richard mm-hmm. finally admitted mm-hmm. in our previous topic, the only way the Eagles won the game is that Kansas City dropped a couple of footballs, and that's it. They did that's everything right except win the game. Okay, but Richard, admitted <laughs> you got Yeah, he, he admitted that in the previous topic. Thank you for doing that. So I'm looking at the mid part of this schedule, and I'm thinking, here go the Eagles. They're going to lose at Arrowhead. They're going to come home doubting themselves. And, and this is before the season started. I thought Buffalo was going to be pretty to very good, and it's a chance you'd lose that game. It's a chance the 49ers are going to go back to Philadelphia and say, if we'd had our quarterback, we would have been in the Super Bowl. Might have won the Super Bowl, but we lost our quarterback on the very first series of that playoff game at Philadelphia. So 49ers wreak revenge then at Dallas, there's no way the Eagles are going to beat Dallas at Dallas. I'm sorry that Dallas should have beaten them, did everything but beat them at Philadelphia. And then all of a sudden the Eagles have to go up to Seattle, a place Richard knows very well. It's a hard place to win. Even though the Seahawks can't beat the Rams up in Seattle, I think they can beat everybody else, and they might beat the 49ers on, the, the, on Thursday up in Seattle. So here's the point. Right. If, if the Eagles had lost last night, It was a crushing blow to my team. Because if they had lost and they'd gone on a tailspin here, what if they'd lost four out of these five games? Then all of a sudden, Dallas is in the sweet spot of its schedule because it got the Giants (laughs) at home. Then it gets to go to Carolina. Then here comes Washington at home. Then Seattle at home. We will win that game. Richard and I have a dinner bat on that. And we Mm -hmm. culminate with the Eagles at home. Well, man, we're just winning. We've got a dinner bat on that. Yeah. Okay, so we've won – 12 straight games at home, and all of a sudden it's going to be 13, 14, 15 straight games at home. And guess what? The script gets flipped, and it had to start at Arrowhead last night. okay. And and I was first guessing it because I called it before the season. Okay. So we needed that game last night, and both of you lucked out (laughs) that my team didn't win out of that game last night. We called it before. Yeah, you called it before, and you lucked into it because you just admitted to me it was lucky because Kansas City
2: dropped two balls. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. What what, what are you asking me, Richard? Because I want to talk to Mr. Bayless.
0: We gonna have to call him If Bayless from mm. now on, because <laughs> if if that's all he's about. If we'd all be drunk, okay. Like, if, I, I, if I don't if,
1: even drink, if, so I, I'd be I'd be the only one
2: sober. Then m- you'd m- all be Mr. drunk, Mr. Bayless. I'd yeah. like to ask you a question here, yeah. sir. Yeah. Are you conceding that? The Philadelphia Eagles have won the division. No, I haven't. Because it certainly
1: sounds that way, based on it was a crushing blow. It was a devastating loss for the Dallas Cowboys that Kansas City lost. I, I don't. Okay, even so like Kansas so, City. so let me ask you one
2: so, time for Patrick Mahomes to say not at my house. So let me ask you this question based yeah. on the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. schedule. Yeah, do you think that they'll lose to the Buffalo Bills? Don't give me, you can lose any game. And I, don't, don't do not do that. Yeah. Just a simple yes or no. I doubt it now. I thought maybe if they were
1: reeling from losing last night on a short okay, week. Okay, so you
2: say they'll probably beat well, Buffalo. They're, they're, they came it's out of a that yes game. Just fly, they, okay. they so it's a, a yes then. They didn't need a plane to
1: fly home.
2: So it's a yes. Yeah. Do they lose to San Francisco? Yeah. You want to give them that loss, right? No, Let's, give it, them them. Let's they're they're give it to them. Let's just the give it to them. Let's give it to them because what San Francisco did mm-hmm. to the Cowboys, I think they could potentially do to the Eagles. Okay. And then you say the cowboys, let's give you that win. I'ma give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you because yeah, this is for the conversation. Yeah. So you get that W. Yeah. Do you still want, you want the loss to, you want the loss to Seattle? Yeah. I'll give you that. They gonna go to Seattle, eh, sleepwalking, they're gonna lose. Mm. Okay. One,
1: two, three. That's okay, so three, that's
2: three. Three more losses. Three more losses. Yikes also in there ten and four, right? <laughs> Boy, they're ten and, 10 and four. four. And now, sudden, Dallas. Now, let's go to the miraculous. Cowboys. Let's go to the yeah. Cowboys, though. Mm-hmm. So, please, you say to me that Washington will get watch Washington, they'll probably be hiring Eric Enemy shortly after that. Eight and three, you know. Okay. So, Eight na- and three. Na- now, 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 yeah. You think you're going to beat Seattle? Yeah, you're going to beat them absolutely. Okay. Nine and three. Okay. Nine and three. You say you're going to beat the Eagles. Ten and three. Ten and three. Okay. You're going to go to Buffalo. Yeah. And are Probably gonna lose but, that one. But,
1: but you guys just told me Buffalo ain't Buffalo. No, right? no, I
2: didn't tell I didn't tell you yeah, that because when you them, go to Buffalo, me, but, yeah. Buffalo could potentially be a different team, the weather. So I'm gonna give you that one as a loss. What if Buffalo is a different team this coming Sunday at Philadelphia? But we're not, we already we're not doing that. We're talking about the Cowboys. Yeah, I told then you go you. to Miami with Tua. and ooh, you see Tyree Hill. Ooh, my God. Oh Lord have mercy. Yep. You go to Miami. I already told you all will take you, one loss. No, no, but you, you can't just do that. I you can't. can't just take one it. when we know that the odds it. say that you're going to lose that game. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lose two two games in a row. Then you got Detroit. I, well, well, who says we're going to lose two games in a row? Well, who says that Philadelphia is going to lose all the games that you said they're going to lose? Well, I'm just asking you, said you. they would. I'm asking you for conversation's sake yeah. with you so that you clearly understand. I, I already told you. I told even you two days ago. Yes,
1: Dallas will win one of those two games on the road. No, that's Either what you're at hoping at Buffalo or at you're, Miami. you're hoping that to be the case. We're really good. See, we should have won at Philadelphia. You're not.
2: But you're you're conceding <laughs> to me. It sounds like that Philadelphia has wrapped up the division. No, just based on Keep the Kansas the City conversation. And, and, you know, and then Detroit. You yeah. think Detroit just gonna? You think Detroit's really good? Dan Campbell. Dan better. Campbell gonna come into Jerry's world mm-hmm. and show him. What he could have had as a coach? Yeah, we shellacked him
1: last mm-hmm. year. We'll shellack him again.
2: Okay, all right. I, I don't see where Dallas wins the division. Mm-hmm. I see Dallas may win. By the way, our last game's at Washington. I don't care. They go dead. Thank you. Eric Bieniemy will probably be the interim head coach it, at that it, point.
1: You know what happens? All of a sudden, New York's starting to play a little better after you have trashed. Oh, them so now, now you want? Now
2: you've to up coffee. here. Tell me, Richard, so sudden, the Giants are good. <laughs>
1: What well, what if it does come down to last game at Giants and Danny Devito beat you guys? Is it possible? Are you out of your damn you mind? Yeah. We, yeah.
0: Look, you skip. Love I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to skip. I'm going to say this, skip. Regardless, this is as simple as I can put it. Mm. They are a better team than the team you guys are going to put on the football field. So regardless of how we dress it, mm. put makeup on it, twist it, yeah. it's going to be fly. Eagles fly okay. on the road to yeah, victory. The, the division. You've heard the song. So, fly, they're they're going to win the division, Eagles though. fly. Yeah. So And then you know, it's touchdown, it is, one, two, three. Skip, they're going to beat back,
1: you. in the fourth quarter at Philadelphia, we, we rang up 14 first downs, so and they had zero. We, we had 161 and yards of offense just in the fourth quarter alone. That's hard to do. Kansas yeah. City couldn't and move you the lost. ball last night. And you lost. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're better than Philadelphia. We're just better the, the and, Eagles and defense so, so you, is had, the you, get, you had the game of your I life. Torchable.
0: You get you had the game of your life. The best guys, game they torchible. played against the Eagles yeah. and you took a L. Yeah. So skip, if you don't play that well again, you're probably gonna take the L again. Imagine the confidence you gotta have or the lack of confidence. You it it, it it decreases your confidence because you're like, man, I just gave them my best punch. Have yeah. you ever punched somebody as hard as you could and they just looked at you? Yeah. And came back was like, that's it? Like that's the best punch you got, and then hit you in the mouth and no, won the we, fight. we knocked Skip, him, that's him down, what and then to we y'all.
1: tripped over him on the way to the end zone. We knocked him flat and tripped over. Him. If y'all, if let me
0: ask you a question though.
2: If y'all are better than them, 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 Skip, mm-hmm. why are they nine and one? They got lucky Ooh. last night. On I, that's not. not what I asked they're, you. I didn't ask you about last night. I just want to know why card. are they nine and one, riding and y'all not? Yeah.
1: Well, why y'all seven and three? I just want to know. Arizona, and we got to make it up, and we needed it last night. Uh, No, I didn't say one game. I said three. You lost three. I think you know enough about the NFL to know it's a long season. That's not. Just I, I, just wanna, it's a just simple, I just want to. It's a simple. I just find themselves. Mr. We Bayless, are just all now I, finding
2: ourselves. Mr. Bayless, I just want to know yeah. simply play. Why yeah. are they nine and one? of you seven and three? If yeah. you're better than them, it makes we, no sense to me. We blew a game at Arizona. You blew no. a game, but there's two more losses in
1: your You got
0: beat by double digits. You got you got beat by 32 in your other loss.
2: Another
1: team, then you lost to the Eagles. And we rose from the ashes at San Francisco to here, and we have won at Philadelphia because we outplayed them. We outstatted them. We outdid everything. We, we, and you lost. We went up and down the field on that eagle defense that shut down Patrick Mahomes last night. I don't know. We're on our way to becoming maybe the best team in the we league. We should have
2: won in Philadelphia. I yeah. should have been a lot of yeah. things, Skip. All right.
1: But I'm not. We got to get back to the Chiefs. No. We got to get back to number 87, whose jersey I wish I'd had last night so I could have trashed it. Now Travis Kelsey is talking about retirement. And gushing
2: about Taylor Swift publicly? Really? oh they can ready to get married. I heard it from Skip first.
1: Travis Kelsey tells the Wall Street Journal that I think about retirement more than anyone could ever imagine. He said that the physical toll on his body is, and I quote, the only thing I've never really been open about, the discomfort, the pain, the lingering injuries, the 10 surgeries I've had, that I still feel every surgery to this day, unquote. Now in the same article, Travis also gushed about his relationship with Taylor Swift, said she's a, quote, unquote, genius, that she's, quote, unquote, so funny. And he opened up for the first time about how they met and how in awe he is of her. But back to retirement, Keyshawn, how surprised are you that Travis Kelsey is speaking
2: so openly about retirement? Well, they, they're, they're Just Taylor and him are just friends, so let's not, you know, they haven't announced uh, that they're together. Um, anyway, I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all about the conversation of retirement. Um, You gotta think though, Skip, when you've accomplished so much so early in your career, in 12 years he's been playing in the National Football League, but so much success came early. When you won seven straight divisional titles, five AFC Championship games at home, by the way, three Super Bowl appearances, two wins at the Super Bowl, and you've had 10 surgeries. Look, I think about it, you have been cut on 10 different times Or in parts of your body in a minute. Had you heard that? I'd never heard that he had 10 surgeries. I've I've known he had several, but I didn't know about 10. Because he's only missed four games since his rookie year, but go ahead. Yeah, but it could be off-season surgeries you could play throughout the season. So when you got that, you know, you you look at it and you say, okay, do I want to do this again next year? I'm I'm, I'm loving my off-seasons. I'm looking at all these sort of things. You got one foot in, one foot out. You've already retired. You just hadn't announced it yet. And when you start hearing guys talk about these things, then reality starts to set in. You know, maybe it's not this year. Maybe he comes back next year, and then he decides that he doesn't want to do it again. I remember when I retired, though, Skip, I went into my 10th season, and I said, I think I'm going to do one more, but I don't really want to play football I want to get into TV. I want to enjoy my life. I've, I've accomplished. I've been to Pro Bowls. I won the Super Bowl. I did all of the things early in my career. Made money. Also, it wasn't. What am I holding on to? I've accomplished so much. He's already going down as one of the top tight ends who ever do it. He can't eclipse that. Like, what do you do? Okay. At some point, you want to live your life. So I wouldn't be shocked if right. in 2024, he comes back at the You know, one more ride. They get bounced out the playoffs this year. He said, I'm going to do it one more time. And then he eventually walks away. And if the stories are true that you report, because I don't report no, on I didn't report them. I'm <laughs> Look, just kid, reading them. I don't report on the gossip. But, yeah. no, in all honesty, though, if those stories are, are such that he is enamored and he, well, he likes the situation, the about yeah. yeah, now all of a sudden you have a significant other in your life that yeah. may be saying, you know, you know, I don't like seeing you walk like this. I don't like seeing these sort of things. And now all of a sudden things change for you. So I'm not
0: surprised about it at all. Mm. Well, well, I mean, I'm not surprised either. And key, I think it's as real. I don't think he's flying to Argentina on the bye week just for, for you know, know, to be friend zoned. But, you know, I, that's not I, know that, I just got to make but, a joke, though. <laughs> but but I, I, I agree with. You and I agree that he's accomplished everything. I'm sure he's checked off everything on his list. He's won Super Bowls. Uh, He's been considered the best tight end in football for a very long time at this point. He's considered one of the all-time great tight ends to ever play. He's got almost 11,000 receiving yards. He's not going to catch uh, Tony Gonzalez as the most receiving yards by a tight end. Tony Gonzalez has 15,000. He has 11,000. So he's starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, starting to the question when he gets out of bed, is it worth it? You know, you're starting to ache and pain going through these rehabs and, and these physical therapies. Is it worth it? Like, is my quality of life starting to become diminished? Uh, do I have other things that I want to do that I want to be walking? Do I want to travel more? Do I want to see more? He's into the fashion world. He's at the uh, Paris fashion show every year. So does he want to pursue other things in his life? Perhaps. And when you start to think about that, usually your play is affected by it because you, you you can say, "Hey, man, I can I can go do something else." At this point, yes, he's still passionate. Yes, he still wants to win a Super Bowl. He's going to do everything he can to help Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs win a Super Bowl. But it sounds like he can he's being honest and as candid as he can be that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and he can see it and he's walking towards. It. Mm. I was just shocked that
1: he opened up in this interview <clears throat> at this point in the season because. They're still really good. They're still co-favorites to get to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl this year. And I thought it sent a bit of a wrong message to his teammates that um, I'm thinking about hanging him up and I, I have a new force in my life. And I'm just quoting him in this story because I don't know what's going on with him and Taylor Swift, but it sounds like she's a really big deal to him and he is in awe of her and n- no problem with that. But. All of a sudden, at midseason, when, when you have a chance to be very good, you're saying, you know what, I just can't take this anymore. All, all the aches and pains. I've never heard any of that from – and again, I've covered a lot of great players. And usually, they even at age 34, they're not going to, to just d- – spill about this in the middle of the football season because it's the wrong place, wrong time for your locker room. It's like, well, we're out out, out here giving up our bodies and, and you don't feel like it anymore. And what got me about this article, it came out this week ahead of this game, obviously, but <laughs> he, he looked like he was semi-retired last night. He did not look like he was moving well. And I've seen him earlier this year in various games, look pretty much like Travis Kelsey because I looked up a couple of these numbers. He had games on October 12th and October 22nd. These were home games against Denver. He caught nine out of nine passes for 124. He looked like that guy. And then against the Mm -hmm. chargers the next week is October 22nd. He caught. 12 of 13 targets for 179 yards, had a touchdown in both games. And we've seen when Taylor does come to the game, he just seems to play with more life and he's more inspired <laughs> than usual. He did not look inspired last night. He looked like he was running in mud to me. And again, did they triple? Sure. They, everybody does that. People have been trying to take him away from Mahomes for several years. But you you have the quarterback of your dreams and you're still, he's obviously, Patrick's just really entering his prime. And you, you would think like you would just keep those thoughts to yourself to get through this year and maximize whatever your legacy is going to be. And all of a sudden, you now have the girl of your dreams. And it, it seems like you got, to Keyshawn's point, one foot in and one foot out. That, that's a dangerous game to play.
2: No, it is. But yeah. look, here's what I would say about teammates. Teammates are around you a lot. So they know how you're feeling. Now, I don't know exactly when the article was written. I mean, it was this it week. But, but did he out. get interviewed in training camp and he canned no, it up I, I until then? last end. week. So he, so he got interviewed last week. Pretty sure. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with him, Skip, at all, yeah. saying the way he feels about the situation in his body and things of that nature. Because in the end, we already know that somebody's hurting or they're feeling a certain – because we see it. We see it every single day when they're in the hot tub or the cold tub or they're getting stem or ultrasound. We see it. We see them constantly walking around uh, through walkthroughs and not participating when we in the media don't have an opportunity to see, because we're not there. But but his teammates are also in the hot tub, and they're also limping. I I understand, but he's also played 12 years, so there's a certain level of respect that comes with being Travis Kelsey. And so I think players will respect that and don't have any issue
0: with it at all. Whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, he's played over a decade. He's played 12 seasons in the National Football League. He has the respect of his teammates, his peers, uh, his predecessors. And so he can say what he wants, and his teammates won't won't take it anyway. They know how he prepares. They know they see him every day in practice, his work ethic. Um, They see the player that he's been not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs. So I don't think it's a big deal. I think the older players get, the more candid and honest they get about their future and about how they're feeling. Uh, I think that's true in society. The older people get, that's why you see people in their 60s and 70s. they like, hey, you know, they're going to tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And so I think he's saying that about his career, that at some point he's going to be willing to move on, and that point may be coming up sooner than later. And when you think
2: about it, Skip, you, you mentioned, as I mentioned, slowing down. De- you can see where it's not the same not pop done. that it once was. Nope. He did get injured a little bit last night with his ankle getting caught underneath the defender. But here's what I would say, as Richard said, as you get a little bit older and you start to see the light a little bit, some of that also has to do with the financial situation where all of a sudden I am 30-plus years old, I am in my 13th season, and I am slowing down. They're not going to pay me as the highest-paid tight end in the game anymore. So it's like, is it worth it? Do I want to still do this for this amount of money? Probably not. Is this team
1: as hungry to win a Super Bowl as it was a year ago? I think not and it would start with him as a leader of the team. I Not think
2: quite. they I think they still quite. I think they still have Patrick Mahomes still has that ambition in Andy Reid yeah. to winning the Super Bowl. It just looks different. It just looks different on it offense. Different.
1: All right. But their
0: next. defense for sure is hungry.
1: We got to talk about the most controversial play in football now, college and pro football, the hip drop tackle. Is it time to ban it? Richard says no, I say yes. Here we go.
2: No
0: mercy.
1: The hip drop tackle claimed another victim Saturday. Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis gone for the year. Oh. The NFL has indicated it will strongly consider banning this tackle the way it did the horse collar. And Peter King reports the league will do away with it. Jarrett Bell today in USA Today called for the maneuver to be outlawed, as I have on this show. So, Richard, you've been outspoken about how much you disagree with banning the hip drop. The soapbox is yours.
0: Ban, just ban the game. Just ban the game of football. Ban it, cause you're you're suspending Kareem Jackson for hitting too hard. Yeah, I mean plays that would be on highlight tapes, looped over and over. When Sean Taylor did it, when when Dawkins did it, when Ed Reed did it, when John Lynch did it, it was played over and over and over. But now it's dirty. Um, you talk about the hip drop tackle, it's a football tackle. You want guys to not tackle, then put flags on them and they'll snatch the flags. But until then, if you want to ban this tackle, just ban the football game in general. It's too violent of a sport. It's too violent of a game. People are too soft these days, so just ban the game. Because at the end of the day, runners are trying to drag defenders and gain more yards. And what a defender is trying to do is bring him down. It's not an easy thing to do, and for guys that have never done it to sit there and tell you how it should be regulated and how it should be officiated is insane. I want you to see me at full speed, Skip, and I want you to try to bring me down. And when I'm dragging you, I want you to not drop your weight down to bring me down. I want you to just let me drag you as far as I can, and then eventually I'll stop when I get to the end zone. If you don't want that to happen, then then just get out of the way. Get out of the game, because these people have not played the game, and that's clear. When you hear them talk about it, this tackle should be banned. What, what part of it can be banned? A person having weight, you want them to not have gravity. You want them to not wrap people up around their hips. You're like form them up. Well, you don't get to form everybody up when guys are running four three. Some of the most dynamic athletes. In the world, you're not always going to get them square and get them where you want them. Sometimes you're going to dive and have to have to try to wrap their hips up. And when you dive and try to wrap their hips up, you got to try to bring them down. And the only way you can bring them down is to drop your weight and to stop.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know how you, and as I said to you before, Skip, I don't know. Richard, Richard played defense. And I don't know how you do it any other way. Is there another way to tackle a guy, as I said to you the other day? If I tackle you around the waist, and I bring you down, I tackle you. If I attempt to tackle you and I swipe at the the ankles and I don't get them because you hop over them like we do in the offseason with the ropes, it allows us to be able to uh, move and transition with our legs a different way when you're trying to chop us. If you jump on my back, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to carry your little ass far. Mm. So... Or you're going to slip off and I'm going to keep going. Do you want that to be the case? No, you don't. Now, I'm not going to go as far as Richard and say because you hadn't played tackle football, you don't know anything about it. I ain't going to do that. All right? But what I will say is— I'm not saying he
0: doesn't know anything, but I'm saying if they're saying ban the the tackle, that's because you don't have the experience of, of, of dealing with it. So you're saying you should be able to avoid doing this. It's not possible. It's impossible to do i've
2: i've said it on the air to you skip i said off the air to you you cannot you can't i understand the horse collar yes you're yanking and you're pulling down you're simply wrapping somebody down and now you're pulling them to the ground if they're getting caught underneath you then that's just what it is there's nothing you can do no
1: what do you mean that's not what they're saying you, you can wrap and pull that's exactly what they're saying all that is want. exactly what they're saying
2: no. The explain, to me, the explain, explain, explain to okay, me what they're saying. The
1: league office, they're keeping track of this. They say that the, the hip drop, the slingshot effect, is increasing the injury risk 25 times. So now we've seen Tony Pollard career saying. threatening. We've seen Mark Andrews career threatening, although they say he might try to come back. I'll believe it when I see it. We saw Geno uh, Smith throw a fit in Seattle. Not too long, it was back in week four, and he went crazy about the Giants because they hip dropped him. And he said, by the grace of God, he survived the hip drop. And now we see Jordan Travis. What The problem is. What's that, crazy as, is yeah, the, the Geno Smith one. Let me, let me one finish, was to Richard. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll so let you
0: speak, the, but you're not speaking from experience. So stop, so stop raising your voice, Skip. Well, okay. Talk to me, Skip. All right. It, it, are you going to let me speak or not? I'm, I, well, you're okay. speaking on something you don't experience, you don't have no experience doing. So, I mean, what, well, what, what I've, point I've can you really the game make for a lot
1: longer than you've been alive? You've covered yeah, the game. Yeah. I've actually played the yeah, game I, longer I, than you it. ever played. So like
0: it. what so, we're talking about is something that okay. actually happens in the game that There's, you can't experience unless you play okay. it.
1: Does Rich McKay know anything about football? Keyshawn, help me out. Does
0: yeah, you know he knows about McKay? football. He, yeah. played, Rich he played a, a little bit. He,
2: he, he played a little bit. He's been around yeah. it for years. Does yeah, he knows. He knows about football. Does his father know anything? Yeah, about he football? knows about football. His father was one of the greatest yeah. coaches in, okay. in college football
1: history. Oh, Okay, so Rich McKay explains that you cannot encircle the the runner and slingshot your body forward because you come down with your full weight on the backs of his legs, and if the ankle gets trapped, yes, that really is correct. bad things are going to happen, and yeah. we see it again and again and again. And I'm just giving you the highlight place yeah. here. I, I'm only th- th- This has happened
2: repeatedly. So, I would, so here's what you I would ask you, Skip, to, yeah. and I would ask Rich the same thing. Yeah. If Richard Sherman hit me in my legs as I was going down the sideline, yeah. hit me, is there a chance that he could break a leg, sure. tear my ACL, mm-hmm. break my ankle? Yeah, break my hip. There's a yeah. chance, right? Okay, this mm-hmm. is the
1: slingshot effect where you're grabbing around the waist and slinging your body forward instead of just pulling down, just holding on for dear life. I got you, but remember, Richard, that this this league wants offense. It doesn't want defense. I, I know you played defense, but it, it wants Keyshawn. It, it, it
0: doesn't want Richard.
1: Hey. In the end. well, that's the truth. It, it, and you can, yeah.
0: and you can, and you can have that. But what you're telling me is you, you're offering problems. You're offering yeah. statistics, but you don't offer solutions. There is no solution to this because you've There's never no done solution. it. And so Rich McKay can say whatever he wants, yeah. but he can't offer a solution. You can't show yeah. me a way that you want these tackles to be corrected because you've never tackled. And so okay. when you're talking to me, I want you to talk from a place of, I'm talking from a place of a guy who's tackled people, who's been in an open yeah. field with a runner yeah. who can go anywhere. There's a lot of open space. They're dynamic, four-four, sometimes 4-2 four, runners. So sometimes I, you're going to catch me diving. And when I get my hands wrapped around them, I have to find a way to get him to the ground while, while their yeah. momentum and their strength and their power is going somewhere else. It sounds good, but it's not practical. It, it. Look, Richard, here's what I would say.
2: They're not operating from a place of doing it. They're operating from a place of studying. Yeah. And it's okay to operate from a place of studying. Even with that being said, Skip, I need you, – you're going to have to demonstrate to me. I don't care if it's on a bag, a, a blow-up exactly. dog, yeah. something. You're going to have to demonstrate to me. And I was an offensive guy, but I will play a little bit defense, you know, hard-nosed tackler. Um you're going to have to demonstrate to me how are you going to get an individual? how are you going to get to be a powerful back. How are you yeah. going to get the big dude uh, Henry? How are you going to get Derek Henry on the you're ground? Not, yeah. You're not. You're not. Okay. you, you got to grab him and pull him and twist him to get his big ass on the ground. Yeah.
1: No. It's just not going to happen. I got you. But, th- look, to Richard's point about all the, the helmet-to-helmets that have been taken out of football, it's just uh, – the concussion liability—you got too many ex-players suing for concussions, right? I mean, you have to take it out of the game. It's—it's it's too expensive. It's well, I mean, if it's if it's right, if it's surely it's about dangerous. if
2: it's surely yeah. about the money aspect of it, that's yeah. a different conversation no, we, we could have, right? I mean, that's the where we knew we knew that, we we knew that yeah. this particular yeah. situation had long, long, long-term yeah. effect on the health side of a yeah. mental yeah. health. Yeah. We don't know well, now, now, about somebody's. Ankle injury, so yeah. to speak,
0: on the mental health so, side. But we yeah. knew. You don't, you don't want him to bludgeon them down. You don't want him to bludgeon him yeah. down from up high. Now you don't want him to wrap them up down low. Mm-hmm. Again, like I want Rich McKay to go out there and try to tackle somebody. I want to see it on tape and show me just the so, way you hey, he tackle so that, somebody. Just so that you know, Rich, he did play in college, so – i want to see good. him i i want to see him guy. do see what, what he's, he's asking to players college. to do i, I get yeah. i get tired of hearing this i want to see what these guys i want to see them do what they're asking NFL players to do and when you can't stay out of the way and yeah. let this game be what it is
1: all right up next we got to talk Zach Wilson because he is demoted and we have to ask cost or future star elsewhere good question no mercy,
2: Back down.
1: once again your turn hashtag undisputed live here we go first tweet skip are you kidding me what Philadelphia Dallas NFC East race face it the Cowboys are the best of the worst teams now I want to hear back from you in about three more games
2: come on skip yeah. man I like you but you, yeah. you go a little too far with this Dallas Cowboys stuff the dude is just telling you it's just you, getting started it's the
1: reality uh-huh. second tweet is Javon saying what Keyshawn hands look like when they come into the frame. Hashtag no drops.
2: <laughs> there you go. I do got some big mitts yeah, though. You do. You now, do Chris Carter Chris mates. Carter Chris Carter hands are bigger than mine. And Michael, really? if you if you never uh, shook Michael Irvin's hands? It's like shaking a The dude's hands so strong, Skip, he could crush a brick. Really? But except, have you shaken uh, Adrian Peterson's hands? No, nah, but Michael's oh, hands are stronger than Adrian Peterson. I, uh, His hands, see, A.P. be trying that I literally with the squeeze. No, I have, but he got the muscles. Michael hands and big old uh, ashy knuckles. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Final tweet from D.P., Skip had to regroup and find a reason to hate on Braun with his November stats. No, No, that is a little bit true right there. Blind witnesses just do not like the truth. They can't handle the truth. Okay, here we go with Zach Wilson demoted by the Jets. Keyshawn, are you ready to call Zach Wilson a bust, or can you see him having success as a starting quarterback elsewhere?
2: You know, I would never call an individual who was the second pick of the draft a bust. First pick of the draft, let alone make it to the NFL. Has it worked out in New York for him? No. Guys had a couple coordinators, different receivers, been yanked in and out of lineup, toured around in New York. I played in New York, man. Mm. It's tough. If you're not ready for New York mentally, you're coming from Provo, Utah to New York City. It's a different world. You live there. you covered in New York sports. Skip, you know how it is. So if he had a change of scenery, would it be different for him? Mm. If he all of a sudden went to a, just a lesser situation where they're not on him like that all the time, could he start the show promise? The New York Jets were not the only team that would have taken Zach Wilson in the first round. Yeah, maybe they've taken him too high in the first round based on their evaluation. But at the same time, they've already told you he needs mm. to sit a little bit. That's one of the reasons they went out and got Aaron Rodgers, to give them a chance to win right now while he develops. Mm. Now, are they going to move on from him? Probably so. But I'm not going to – am I going to call Baker Mayfield a bust because it didn't work out in Cleveland? No, I'm not going to do that. Am I going to call Sam Darnold a bust because it did not work out in New York? No, I'm not going to do that. Was anybody ever a bust? I, I don't consider guys bust. Was Ryan Leaf a bust? Ryan Leaf did things to himself, yeah. self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. I understand what people, how they look at it. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell didn't study. Mm-hmm. He took the game as a joke. So, therefore, he's out the league. But, the, the, you know, teams don't get it wrong like that. Mm. Guys can play. It's just circumstances, situations sometimes get in the way. That's just the reality yeah, of no, it.
0: No, no, it's and some guys that
2: can't play. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not true, though, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they I'm all get drafted
0: you. for a reason. You got drafted for a reason. No, no Richards,
2: your career worked no out the way it did. But there's dudes that went higher than you that went to the
0: wrong situation, right. and it did not work out. Right, but, but the quarterback position, usually you get as a number one, two, three pick, you get multiple chances to prove that you can do it. And so when they get those multiple chances and they still don't do it, it is what it is. Some of the things that Zach Wilson has lost, you watch his college tape and then you turn on his league tape and he's just a different human being. It's like he's lost all the swagger and the confidence that they drafted him with. He doesn't. It, it, he's what? dropping too deep in the pocket. And you look at it, if you ask his tackles, you ask the tackles in the National Football League, like, what's wrong with his game? Why does he keep taking sacks? Why do guys keep getting them on the edge? It's because he's dropping too deep in the pocket. Like, drop to the to the, to the the eight-yard, nine-yard Yeah, yard, but all of uh, that is correctable.
2: Those things are correctable. I that's hear you. Why, but that's why I'm that saying you can't, you, mm. you can't deem him if as a bust.
0: You can't deem him as a bust. If you're if you're gun-shy, then you be, get deemed as a bust. It's the things that made you special coming out, the reason they drafted you, the confidence, your ability to hit your back foot, trust your throw, throw the ball down the field, with, with you know what I mean, with all the, the confidence in the world, that's what got him drafted. He refuses to do that now.
1: Okay, so what did I see from Zach Wilson in college? I was on the record on this show I just didn't love him. I didn't see poise. I didn't see command. I I didn't see feel for playing the position. You have to have sort of this innate feel for how to play the position under fire. Jalen Hurts has it. He doesn't have the greatest arm or the greatest measurables, but he just knows how to play the position, and he's a natural-born leader. So he's the flip side to me of of this kid who— I, I just don't see him having much of a career. I, I just don't. Well, Skip, don't think, look. And again, it, 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 New York is New York, and you know what It's a tough place to play. And if you get off on the wrong
2: foot. It's going it to eat you completely alive right, if you get will. off on the wrong foot. Agreed. I watch so many guys go to New York, and they just shred them when it doesn't work out. Agreed. Now, all of a sudden. Like I said, I don't call people busts because I know how hard it is to even be drafted at any round in the National Football League. But when they start putting you up in the New York Post as a bust and they start doing it, man, that just kills your confidence, especially coming from Provo. you seem
1: going elsewhere and becoming a very successful starting quarterback
2: because I don't. I I don't know that that, I I can't give you a definitive answer because I've watched other quarterbacks throughout the league. One of the things I've always told you, Skip, is the NFL – the National Football League, they will throw a quarterback in the trash can as fast as you think. I'll take one example, for instance, in Geno Smith. Geno Smith was okay in New York. He did some some bad things in New York. Yeah. They got rid of him. And then he goes to the Giants as a backup. He was never going to play in front of Eli. Then they move him to the Chargers. He was never going to play in front of Phillip Rivers. Then yeah. all of a sudden, he goes and Pete Carroll looks at him and goes, I think we can I think we can do some of the same things we did with Russell with this guy. Mm. Now, they gave him an extension. That's all I'm saying. So you don't know what's going to happen. How can you deem something in three years?
1: Okay. Well, can you see Zach Wilson going and being Gino Smith in some Seattle someplace?
2: I, I can po- possibly. Yeah. Look what Baker just d- d- kind of resurrected his career to a degree in yeah. Tampa.
1: Yeah, I got it. Okay, up next. Base. We got to talk about what just happened in Pittsburgh. Will firing Matt Canada solve the Steelers' problems? Matt Canada fired as Steelers' offensive coordinator. Keyshawn, how much will this help?
2: You know what? I I think it's going to help a little bit. Because of the creativity and things of that nature that need to be put in place. But the quarterback, I didn't know that, that, that Danny DeVito of the New York Giants has as many touchdowns as Kenny Pickett. The dude only played like two weeks, yeah. six. Mm-hmm. But I, if Tommy I was Pittsburgh, though, I'd go hire Todd Haley back, even though him and Tom had, Tomlin had some issues. Mm-hmm. But Billy Martin had issues with Steinbrenner, and he point. hired him back multiple times. Yeah, good point.
0: Yeah, I I, I I don't know if this is the answer because I don't know if Kenny Pickett's the answer, but at least you'll find out which one of them is the problem with this. Uh, I think they'll run the ball more. They'll throw it to, to George Pickens a little bit more, but they clearly didn't see Matt Canada as the answer. Okay, so
1: with the quarterback situation, I know there's an outcry now for Mitch Trubisky to get the shot over, obviously, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett just wins games, and you've scratched your head and say, how did he do that? I know he didn't win the last one, but in the big picture— I think they're better off with Kenny Pickett. I. I got to find a good
2: old Seaman man. I'm, I'm telling you, they, do. they should yeah. go hire Todd Haley you back. You play for Todd Haley? Yeah, I know him oh, very well. Yeah. They should hire him back. Work out
1: their differences. He's a tough guy. That's it for today's Undisputed. We're back tomorrow at 9.30 Eastern. And I can't wait.